Come on, man. I couldn't front on Queens. This is Queens, baby. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my butt, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan and Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Look at the cycle logs into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. The I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, baby? John Hulland, fuck you. Uh, here we are, back live from the Barrage, here on Radio Nope. Another week. I'm here with my friend, my best friend in the whole world. What an honor. Mario Asaro. This is, I've always dreamed of this. <laughs> Being best friends with me? No, really? it's starting to show with you. It's just me and you. <laughs> I locked the door. Dave Harrison telling you to fuck off. It never gets tired. <laughs> really, I'm t- pretty tired of it myself. It's live from the Barrage. We're back here on Radio and Hope. You can hear us every Friday night or most Friday nights. You'll hear us next Friday night. We have Buzzo of the Melvins on. That's big. That's big. King Buzzo. Buzz will be uh, calling in. At 8 o'clock or 8.05. We'll be calling in way early in the show next week, so you want to tune into that. We're going to be talking baseball. He's a big Dodgers fan, and the Dodgers, oh, no. the Dodgers just got a... Oh, yeah. You know, it was humiliating. He might cancel. Lost in humiliating fashion. He might. I mean, you know, the Dodgers, remember then they Clayton Kershaw screwed up. They lost to the Mets. They lost the last two World Series, right? Yeah. I mean, jeez, Louise. 106 guy. wins. He's going to jump out a window. 106 wins, and then they blow it to a wild card team. That's it. Well, it's tough. It's what is it? You know, it's a five game series, right? Yeah, got to win at home. You lose three games, and, you know, you're going home. So they had that game. It was 3 to 1 in the ninth inning. Now, that's things that the Mets normally do. Mm. Yeah, they bring in the starter to relief. To relieve, I don't know, man. It's a must win game. I don't really mind the move. <laughs> You can't say the guy's the best pitcher on the team. You can't say he's like cursed. It's not, they gave him a second inning. Maybe they just needed to give him one inning. Yeah, he's used to throwing six or seven or eight. Right? But was he rested? How was the last time he pitched? I don't know the answer to that. I know Verlander went on three days rest for the Astros, and he came out and he gave up like four runs in the first inning. His ball was not moving; it was flat Everybody, on three days rest. Everybody's giving up runs in the first. You're inning. watching the ball; it's not. It's it's spinning, but it's not cutting. So the Nationals are playing right now that's, against the Cardinals. That's right. It's going to start. The Nationals and Cardinals game one. That's right. For Saint all you baseball it. fans out there. <laughs> I'm about to Daniel St. Louis it up in here. So uh, there's no Tommy this week. There's no Pete. Pat should be coming. Ryan's in traffic. And we have a special guest today coming live in the studio, the fantastic Varsity P. Very excited that's about right. that. That's right. Our good friend Rashid is coming in. Who is Varsity P, Mario? Can you explain to the audience? I can. I can. Varsity P is coming out with a great album called House Down by the Liquor Store. And he's been around for about, I, I met him in 2007. So that's, I'm sure he was doing stuff before then, but I've met, known him now for 12 years. Yeah. And 
He was a rapper that I met at an eco fair, and did I'm you like, rap, "You didn't rap for him, did you? When you saw him, of course I rap for everybody." Did you told them all about your squeeze, the squeeze gang? Squeeze gang, sure. It was 2007. Mm-hmm. I was still pretty good back then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I told him to come down to my school, which I was doing this environmental art projects, <laughs> and weird. I was mixing it with hip hop and yeah. social issues through through rap. And you were doing that before you met him. Yeah, I had been doing rap and stuff since I started teaching. Because remember, back then I used to be DJing. I was good. I knew KRS One. I knew Just I. So yeah. having those guys tape stuff and play for my kids in the classroom, they really they hooked them in, right? So then uh, he came to my class in Bayside. So this ain't Bushwick. So the administration yeah, was a little Bayside. bit up in arms. Right. Who is this suburban? Who is this hoodlum? He looks a little bit rough around the edges, Mister Asaro. Right. Uh, but I argued and I fought for it, and he Good. came in and he did a, a couple of uh, programs with our students, and then from there on in, he told me that he's been doing work with kids ever since that point. Huh. That he's been now he he could tell us more. He does community centers, he does rec centers, he does uh, you know neighborhood community events. I mean, he'll tell us all about it. But um, yeah, we'll ask him all these the things. The new album is out, and it's like he has time. I, I've listened to his stuff for a long time, and it was good. But this album really strikes a chord because he's drawing from his own personal life. It's really a biography. I like to call it like a, a like a Tommy of rap. Like it's like a, a rap opera. Yeah. And uh, it really tells the story of his whole life. What's it like in 1980s, 1990s, growing up? Why, how old is he? Oh, uh, well, you can ask him. He's younger than me. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's younger than you. Uh, I guess right now he's like uh, late 30s or something, right? Uh- yeah, you think? Oh, okay, I we'll thought he was younger. Out. We'll find out. So you, but at that point, so listen, Bushwick, Bushwick, when he was growing up, was Bushwick back then. We'll talk to him about uh, that. Bushwick it wasn't was, no East Williamsburg. No, uh, Bushwick was like Beirut. It was burnt out, and, yeah. and it was in no infrastructure. And I taught there from eighty-five to ninety-five, so I know Bushwick was a zoo. You you taught there for ten years. I in did. The 80s I, and the 90s? That's where I grew up in Bushwick, and I went back and taught there for ten years. Right. Maybe not call it a zoo, but thank you. No, it was crazy. Like, I could remember yelling out the window, leave my car radio alone. And and four or five times they stole my car radio. You could see your car from the window of the school. (laughs) You can't get down there in time. They're already gone by the time. They can't. And going to kids' houses, because there were no phones. There were no uh, phones in 19, between 1985 no, and 1995. People did not have phones in their house. When there was wanted, no phones. When you wanted to make a home No visit, one had a phone in their house between 85 and 95. I'm talking about this was poor-ass neighborhood. They had a party line. A party line. <laughs> there were no phones back then. Not for most of the time when you called, it was disconnected was or there was no number. Oh, you're saying in that neighborhood, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I went. I would have to go for visits. What was your exchange? And these places were crazy. I used to get pulled over every morning. Because they think you're buying drugs. They thought I was buying crack. That was a crack block on the way to the school. It, it just so happened that you were buying drugs. No, I would no, save okay, that for yeah. after school. <laughs> oh God, he was selling it. <laughs> so it got so bad that finally a cop gave me a placard. I said, yeah, "Just put this in your windshield." They kept pulling me over. Right. You know, and once in a while I'd see a friend from the neighborhood. Bob Manuza would be showing up there. Oh, like, good old Bob Manuza. Yeah, hey, everybody loves him. Yeah, hey, it Pat. was bad. What up? What's going on? Sweet Hello, FA. Patrick. Patrick Walsh is here. Everything. Thank you. All right. My time alone with John is over. Take over, Pat. I'm going to make a drink. (laughs) Where are you going? You can't make a drink. You have to stay back there. No, would you like one? I'm thirsty, man. I'm going to come back. The bar's right there. I set it up. Hurry back. Rashid. Hurry back. I got, they they got the sake, ginger ale. 
vodka. Wow, look at you. Mix. You put a whole like spread. A cheese plate For you brought? Friends. Yeah, I never heard this drink until I went to his his event he had at Vibe Magazine. You never heard of rice wine? Well, they had a rice wine, ginger ale, vodka mm. kind of thing going on, which I oh. was quite pleased with. I'm going to make two. You talk to Pat. Pat, did you bring any rice wine with you? I did not bring any rice wine oh, with shit. me. I didn't know I was supposed to. No, it's rice wine I didn't wine get that night. text. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't go through. It's green. Mm. Uh, so we will have Varsity P on. We'll ask him all these questions when he gets mm. here around 9 o'clock. Mm. Until then, you're stuck with me, Pat, and Mario, apparently. Mm. And uh, I don't know. I, I should have soldier in the fridge at home. I could have brought it. <laughs> I, just watched a, I just watched like... The entire movie Apocalypse now, uh-huh. and I don't think I've ever seen it the entire way through. And and Mario came, and I missed the end. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. I'm like, did, did we did, win? Yeah, like, did, did we win the war? It was like, oh. to meet me at the back oh. of the blue bus oh, tonight. And then, like, the movie ended, and I don't know what happened. So please don't, please call in and spoil Apocalypse now for me. <laughs> uh-huh. Seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six. No idea what happened. Can't believe I never. Saw, I mean, I've seen like a million times. I've seen that movie like in bits and pieces. What happened to the guy in the boat with the mustache? <laughs> what happened to the other guy? No idea. Mario comes in with ice coolers, cups. Ruined the end of the movie. Thank <sighs> you. Very depressed. Mm. Feeling like shit all day. I'm sorry. Oh, thanks. It's Mental Health Week, but <laughs> is it? something I don't know. It's always a week. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I'm just like, isn't it weird? Like one day you feel fine, the next day you feel like complete crap, and you can't put your finger on it. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> it's not weird. My problems. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Do, do you ever notice? Like, <laughs> one day you want to kill yourself, <laughs> and the next day you're fine. Mm. Do you ever notice how people don't feel good nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, today's. Like shit, mm. shit day for me. Mm. If in case anyone was wondering, uh, I think it's a seasonal depression, John. Maybe. See, I got excited and I got happy when it when it, the <laughs> humidity went away, and I was like, ah, oh, cool, I get the seasonal like rejuvenation. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. It was a dreary mess yesterday. Right. Sunk right back into it. It's a sake ginger ale vodka. <laughs> Mario's making. <laughs> All right, thank you. Drinks. Where'd you? Yeah, where'd you? Beer. All right, fair I'm enough. Mm. Where'd you discover this drink, man? Ooh, that's strong. Oof. Look out! Oof! Oof! Yikes. Oof. He's always in an event. <laughs> having events. He's all busy having an event. Yeah, exactly. That's where he met the guest. I thought Varsity P was a student of his, but apparently he met him in an, an, another event. Another event, a varsity event. Constant events. <laughs> he was all busy. I'm going to an event at the Elite Palace. Last night. Uh, what? <laughs> Instead of going to an event at the Elite Palace. Is this for real? No. A gala event? A gala event at the Elite Palace. <laughs> a sneaker, mm. chicken tikka. What's, uh, what's, what's the one that always advertises on, uh, on MSG? The Grand Prospect Ballroom. Oh, something yeah. Like that. Something yeah. like that. Mm. The Grand Prospect Ballroom. Mm. Have your event here. Uh, Check okay. Where your dreams come true. Oh. Last night I had a, you know this all week all summer I've had no fruit flies right uh fruit fly free as you can see on the painting back there Pat, uh-huh. you see about five of them yes, resting I do resting waiting plotting I do and uh, so I had like an infestation I got rid of if like, only we knew an exterminator if only <laughs> those guys are terrible I heard I would not <laughs> recommend them uh, I got rid of like all of them 
And they finally at the end of the, at the end of the summer they came, which was weird. So, uh, and then last night, Mario comes over. He and he eats a banana and throws it in the garbage, and now uh, they're back. Uh, like that's the worst thing you could have done was Mario, don't make that sound. Stop that. That's the worst thing you could have done was throwing a piece of rotting fruit uh, in my garbage. They're not called you know. Uh, like, rotting fruit flies. He's like, he's like pig pen from the Peanuts cartoons. <laughs> Fresh fruit Constantly clouded dust and food and garbage, Brian. My favorite fruit Dead flies. Kennedys album. Fresh fruit for rotting vegetables. I've been killing these fruit flies like crazy. I got no remorse. No I like regret. Your, I like your little uh, no dead trap. Why don't you explain to the crowd? I how made you... many different traps and many different experiments. One so... of them I thought was food mm. and I tried to eat. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the um, I found, if you ever want to get rid of fruit flies, you know, don't listen to that internet shit. <laughs> don't let him give you any of that flank steak shit. Try the London broil. Put the fruit flies don't like to land on the on the like flat surfaces. So I took a couple glue boards because they like to land on the wall. Mm. Things of you know of this nature. Ah, uh, I'm I with you. Sprinkled some red wine vinegar on one. And some hot sauce on another, some beer on another. And just, like, take a little on your finger and flick it. Uh-huh. Now you have to wash your hands because they're coming after your finger the whole time. <laughs> and that worked the best. I caught thousands of them with the, the thing that worked the best, drum roll, please, is the hot sauce. Oh, okay. That's right, good. hot sauce, vinegar-based. They like the hot sauce. Yes, um, Italian dressing with uh, little chips in it. That was I, I like raiding the back of my cabinet. It's like <laughs> exactly. Italian <laughs> dressing from 1930. It's never, never even been opened. <laughs> It's like a grandma's head is in exactly. there. It's like a toe. It's, yeah, it keeps it fresh. It's like it's like me going to my parents' house, open up the cabinet. There's stuff that fucking like there's labels in there that they've since changed their brand identity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that old logo. Like wow, S- still around. Seen that typeface. I didn't know there was so much money in Italian dressing. <laughs> cheap to make. <laughs> I'm Antonio Andalani, and this is for you. It's uh, a classic typeface. Yeah. So that's the, I caught all of them until Mario threw a, a half a banana in my garbage last night, and now they're all back. But so, what was oh. the one with the candle? It looked like a seance. Yes, that worked very floating good. Floating lotus petals. Well, I'll tell you what I did. I put it. <laughs> you're listening to <laughs> live like in the garage. You. You're on radio. No, you're a little secret there, Mario. Varsity Pete coming up at night for you. Uh, I have a big uh, candle. Can't do it. Braggart. Yeah, I, that's right. <laughs> I've made it. I do quite well for myself. And I put it in one of those beer-like trays that you used to carry the old beer on. Uh-huh. A tin tray, and you fill there, it yeah. with the water, uh-huh. a couple drops of soap, and then I took some hot sauce and vinegar and shit in there. there right? And I put a couple pieces of rotting fruit in there, too. Oh, for good measure. And that worked great. Uh, That's over like there. Sangria. Yeah, they, they go to the candle. They like the white. They like to land on light-colored like things, I find. Like <laughs> John's going to update the fruit well, fly wiki with a whole lot of spurious facts. <laughs> fruit fly, fly update. Facts and quotes. Wicked, wi- <laughs> they like to land on white things. Wiki. You know that some asshole made that shit. <laughs> there's, oh, there's a fruit fly Wikipedia oh, page. 100%. Yeah. They like no, uh, but then methane. there's like there's no, you know when there's no like Wikipedia, but there's like those old the, like the Sopranos wiki or something. We can look up every character. Like it's, it's more, Fruit flies are fond of hot sauce. They tend like to spend it. most of their time in cantinas. Yeah, the ones in here tend to spend most of their time trying to get to the hot sauce, but mm. getting cl- caught on sticky glue. Ooh. Where they die of starvation. Actually, very cruel way to go. Um, but they're fruit flies. Hey, I mean, exactly. You know, I give fuck a fuck. Em. That's fuck what a, I say. Fuck fruit fly. Mm. Well, where are they coming from? I feel They're born from where? They just uh, pop out of nowhere, it seems. Yes, Marty, you're right. The red wine uh, vinegar is what I used, and uh, and he's right, Marty in the chat box. Marty, red right. wine by itself. 
It's like, then you read some things. They're like, oh, just leave a bottle of old bottle of wine out. I'm like, that's what I've been doing in the garage, and that's my initial problem. Mm. When does the trap become the food, <laughs> and vice versa? Horseshit. Where, where do they come from? Birth. Because they're just they born out from? of nowhere, it seems. Wow. Where do they come from? Where do they come from? Where do they go? They, uh, <laughs> they come from hell. And then they start mutating. There's like red ones and shit. You're like, yeah, that's, that's not right. Mm. Whoa. You can sell those. Those are collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're reproducing so rapidly that they're having... <laughs> yeah. So they, I, well, they they're love the, they're they're having like, variants. They love the beer cans. They go in there. They fuck. They, they lay eggs, <laughs> fucking a beer can. and they fly. They fucking a beer can. <laughs> they do. <laughs> freaking beer can. They freaking maggots. Yeah, they get drunk. No, they get old. Yeah, they get drunk. Loopy, little Randy. Yeah, exactly. You know, get the get the beer goggles oh. going. Start seeing an old fruit fly. It's not <laughs> quite she's a bit a bit warmed over, a bit past her prime, and he says, "You know what? Mm. I'll fuck the red one. I don't yeah, give a fuck, bro." Yeah. It was a Diane Cannon? Yeah, so they go in there and bang, and they fly back out of the can. There's a thousand of them instead of two. Mm. Horseshit. I've never seen a fruit fly egg, but mm. I'm going to find it. Mm. Imagine it'll be tiny. I got all the cans out of here and everything, and on Saturday I went apple picking. I didn't pick the fucking apple. Mm. But, uh, and I took all the cans out of here. I, I tied up a garbage bag. Those motherfuckers found a way into that bag, man. I'm telling you, man. You should have goosenecked it. I, I did. I tied it up, and but they found good. a little hole. I, I, I sucked in. like a thousand of them up with a shop vac. <laughs> I, kill, I killed another thousand with a, a fly swatter, another thousand on the glue boards, and there's still six behind Mario's head as we speak. Where? Where? On uh, Orient's painting of <laughs> lighters and book of magic. Oh, I thought that's part of the painting. No, they like Very landed on, on white and light-colored things. I'm telling you. Very realistic, I've those noticed bugs. this. You painted them? <laughs> John's been observing. They're taking shits all over my artwork. Got his grade school microscope out and everything. I hate these bastards. Mm, fuck them. Live from the Barrage Radio No, yeah. Varsity P coming up at 9 mm. o'clock. We're here with the... It's only 8.18? Oh, my God. This is a fruit fly talk. <laughs> it's Pat, a good thing we got another 40, 40 minutes on fruit flies. <laughs> Pat, you well, I like how I give advice on how to get rid of them, but I still have them, so don't listen to me, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well. You're in charge of the news tonight, Pat. They hide. You've made a dent. They hide. I left a paper in the car. <laughs> oh, well, just make it up. <laughs> Science time. Exactly. Uh, Listen, I, I know why you First up, uh, Trump evil. Giuliani evil. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. The Turks evil. That's uh, nobody's business but the Turks. <laughs> they were done. By the way, they might be giants uh, at another show I saw. They're playing at Barry Ballroom. They're mm. doing the album Flood Pact, which uh, that song is on, right? Uh, yeah, they're, well, trying yeah. To, they're trying to capitalize on the war. We got to add another show. We got a song about that. Hey, to my accordion. Wait, you want to get another show because of current events? Hey, to my accordion. You want to get them on? They were regulars at Pratt back in the day. No, I would not like to have They Might Be Giants on. Why do people ask me? Just do it. Do it. They, no, I don't know that you liked them. I didn't know they were something on the radar. Yeah, Rip. they're only like one of the biggest bands in the world. That's fine. Really? Mm -hmm. yeah. They were just two guys back yes, in the day. Yes, we know, but now it's... Got a tape deck. They're not 60 years old, both of them. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right, I'll reach the out. The two Johns. 
60. Yeah, they'll remember P.I. We're getting old so fast. They used to be regulars at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> I got two <laughs> songs in me. And this one is the third. <laughs> I got the first. <laughs> and this one is number three. Write <laughs> an intentionally bad song. Yeah. That table in the lunchroom started a band. <laughs> 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 I like that band. We used to listen to them when we were kids. I'm a fan. Remember that? I'm a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, every 13 year old's favorite band. Yeah. They're yeah. good. They're good songwriters. Though. Mm. I didn't know yeah. that. I liked them. I yeah. didn't know that. I thought they were just a flash in the pen. No. No. I did not know. They've I will got, reach out. I will got apologize. a new record. I believe mm. they've quite the uh, body of work. Marilyn. Very successful with the children's records. Yes, there's all these things. Mm-hmm. Well, the, children's love giants. Didn't they write a, a, a cartoon theme song? That was yes, like they did. Many. Many. You know, all that shit going on. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're good. Fucking shit. Those, those boys, they go in places. <laughs> well, mm. well, well. Well, their shows sell, sell out very fast. So. All right, John, what else is in your notes? <laughs> I'll tell you. That something. wasn't in my notes. <laughs> I'll tell you. That was vamped. I have to. Uh, Shepard Smith uh, <laughs> retired uh, abruptly on the air, and uh, mm. they might be giants. Mm. Barry Bull remain. Mm. And tomorrow night, La Safa. Why do you say oh, it? Jesus La Safi Fair? The French word? French band? Mm. French yeah, kiss? Yeah, French. Mm. French Chris, 20th year Fab? anniversary. Fill it in with the real real information, John. All I know is words. Oh, I wasn't. I didn't know I was on the hook for a plug here. I yeah. didn't have the uh, information. Yeah, what is it? When is it? Tomorrow. We're going. Right. Yeah, I'll just look that up mm. on the fly. Thank you, Mary. That's a good thing to bring up. Well, well it's a French kids, Kiss Records. Uh, What's that, 30th anniversary or something? 20th. Right. Yes. Exactly. Just tested it. You guys did a good show. I listened to it the other I day. Know, I can't find it. It's five <laughs> bands. Uh, <laughs> right. The Dodo. Yeah, why don't we look this up during a break? Sig yeah. somebody. Mm. Sig Heist. Great. <laughs> Excellent plug. Mm. I'm, I'm not going to look. That. I'll, I'll find it later. We'll find and plug it. it. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. Tommy will see Mario it. tomorrow night on the guest list at the uh, French Kiss Records anniversary show at Elsewhere in Brooklyn. It's the show starts at 6 p.m. I believe, and that's all off the top of my head. Thank there you. you. Go. It is six. Right. Right. You'll have Lace Savvy Fab members of the, there. of the Fiery Furnaces and Smart. The, a lot of French Kiss Records um, uh, uh, roster alumnus, alumnus, and current. <laughs> matriculated student. Paul Hanley will be there. Paul Handsome yeah. Hanley. Party and Paul Hanley will be there. <laughs> Everybody gets a and nickname. And that lead singer of you get a Affair you is get a crazy. I've been watching videos. That man is bonafide nuts. Yeah. Well, mm. Look at you. See, we're exposing you to all sorts of uh, indie rock. All the music never... I, I, for, I didn't listen to because I was too wasted. <laughs> you think they might be giants with like... Not successful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we gave him their big break. How did I know yeah, it was going to yeah, go he, somewhere? He never even heard I got two co-hosts in me, and you're number three. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got? I remember the interview I gave. I, I had an interview with them. I asked them, uh, so what's in the future? For my, there might be giants. Yeah, so what do you guys got going on in the future? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you guys are from Queens. Uh, we're from Brooklyn. Yeah, you're from Queens. Yeah. yeah, I'm from Queens. We're in Brooklyn now. <laughs> how was, so how is the Bronx? <laughs> It's Ryan Collison showing up. Hi, Ryan. Yeah. How are you? Oh, hello. I'm not nice waiting to see for you, you to get settled. I'm just oh. going to say it. By the way, uh, Varsity P coming in at 9 p.m. Yeah. Next week, King Buzzo from oh. Melbourne. Yeah. 
calling it at 8.05 or something like that. Now that the Dodgers are out, he might cancel, you know that. What's he going to talk about? What are you talking about? about? Are you, uh, I, uh, did he want to talk about baseball, right? Maybe oh, what, so his team's out? He's going to cancel the appearance? What are you, oh, nuts? A little baby. I'm not going to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. Taking now my ball. Taking my ball and my mitt and I'm leaving. That's not what's happening at all. You guys are making up a fairy tale. I don't know where you got it. Listen, I, I know why you're feeling like crap tonight, John. Why? What were you doing last night at 3 a.m.? Because you made me miss the apartment. <laughs> no, I was in bed. I went to bed at one thirty. It wasn't that. Yes, it was. It was. I went to bed right after you guys left. You were playing dominoes with it the... wasn't that. It wasn't a hungover sickness. I don't want to talk about it in the air. It was a different kind. Oh, uh, okay. All right? You got enough information now? What do you got? The Stroons? You're pretty bad at the, <laughs> at the dominoes. I can't believe FUD is that good. The man is an idiot savant of There's dominoes. There's no Thursday night dominoes. I don't know where you guys came from. You're like the fruit flies from Middle Village. <laughs> <I know. laughs> this is the second week in a row I'm hearing about this. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's over. I need Thursday nights to lie in bed and watch the end of Apocalypse Now and relax. Mm. I can't do every night in, exactly. in, in a row. Now yeah. I'm going to go to this thing with you tomorrow. Are you going to that, Pat? Uh, I guess that'd be fabulous. an Islanders game. Yeah. Did you go? Uh, was it? They played last night, right? Uh, no. no. The night before? Uh, they played uh, Tuesday. How are they doing? They Maybe played. I was watching a replay. Did you they go to that? Edmonton. I didn't go on Tuesday. No, there was they a Barclays Center game. Edmonton. I was by Edmonton. No, it wasn't. They were, uh, they were at the um, whatever the hell they call it nowadays. Nassau? The Coliseum. Mausoleum. The Mausoleum. Live bank of fucking shit. So you go out there. What's their record this early in the season? One and three. Oh, one good. and one and two. And, and my dentist asked me, "Why are the Rangers got a two weeks off? Why aren't they playing?" Jim? No, there's one week off, then they play Thursday, and then they have like another five days. I don't get it. I don't understand. Your dentist should have asked you, like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why don't you brush your teeth before you come here?" But <laughs> no, he actually gave me teeth. He put in a new tooth, and he goes, "This is way too white for your mouth." Yeah, you, well, and you he have had to, to redo it. He had to get a slightly you, brown tooth. Just start over with all new teeth. No, no, because then the... You the, think it's like part of your character. You put you in the like fake ones. In the head with a yeah. You put in the fake ones, then the other ones get dirty again. The fake ones don't stain, no, so and then you look like a freak. Fake. Go with all fake. You're 70 years old. No way, man. I'm all real, man. Right. You, you have to you look like a freak. I mean, you know, no offense. Sometimes I see that you have, like, shit stuck in your teeth. It's a horror. Man. And sometimes I look really good. Yes. Yeah, you look fine today. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you a little sake ginger ale vodka? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I'll pass. It's the drink I think of you go, the rap Rather you're retired, you've been to the dentist like five times. You just go there to, like, chat with them. No, you have I'm nothing getting to this do. fixed. I'm and getting this shipped fit. And, and you guys sit around fixed. and talk about the Mets and the Rangers? We do, and I told him how bad John Trump is, and he goes, I know he's an asshole, but you got to admit he's doing great for the country. I'm like, how? Uh, Where? What's the matter with you? So uh, I don't know if you noticed last night when you, we were playing dominoes that uh, Rich coughed his teeth out of his head <laughs> for a second. The that seems to go on a lot. Die. I didn't even know he had fake teeth. He's, you know how oh. he coughs like crazy? Oh, he really did? His teeth came right out of his fucking head. <laughs> oh, and I didn't him? say anything because I felt bad. Yeah, he grabbed him. He stuck him back in quick, Palm but I, I caught it. He needs a little fixing. The entire, entire top row came flying right out. Hey, listen. Some of us were like 10 years away from that. A word from our spot. I've lost. I've lost the fuck my out of my teeth. My teeth might be uh, yellow, but they're in great shape. Let me tell you something. Except for the one they're I had expensive. removed and the other two I had removed. 
But the everything uh, everything in the front is fine. No, whatever goes on back there, where you, you can't see, I yeah. give a fuck. You got all your eye teeth. You, you get you got a lot of vain. silver yes. back there. Exactly. <laughs> no, I got a lot of silver from exactly. when I was like a, like Ugh. eighteen years old. I used to eat candy and John, go to bed. John's good at cutting, no good at masticating. <laughs> I haven't had a candy. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> Thirty years. Chewing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to epidermis means your hair. <laughs> I'm going to cut your head so off funny. and bring it to the pawn shop. How much can I get for this? Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to the dentist actually soon. Reminds you me. You got to get those. I need uh, to talk to the Rangers. What do they call them? Post- Croatian lady dentist. They get those posts. Those things are titanium implants into your into your jawbone. They're amazing. An anchor. I got four of them. They're amazing. Yeah. Don't They're you pricey. have like a crater in your mouth right now, still, John? Or did that close up? No, they. It, well, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, they they took out the thing. The uh, tumor or whatever the hell it was, right. the mass, and they, they took that out, and uh, that healed. I see no reason to put a tooth back in there. I mean, you know, it's way in the back. Yeah, I'm feeling it with my tongue now. It feels like there's two teeth missing in there. Why you got your, Did you get your wisdom teeth taken out? Uh, on on my left side, I got both of them taken out, top and bottom. Yeah, yeah it didn't I really. That, yeah, I that told sucked. you the dentist put the oral surgeon put his foot on the wall. Well, the lady held my head, and he took a screwdriver and a chisel, and he fucking banged it with a hammer. Uh-huh. It's like, what is it? It's fucking 1780? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Was there a barber pole outside? Yeah, there was. He did it all. <laughs> and then I got my horseshoe on the way out. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> while you wait. Yeah, while you wait. You shoot your horse. Yeah, right. Yeah. He, 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 screwed, he screwed on my peg leg. Yeah. It's, like the, it's like the car dealership that has a pool table. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have a pool tan? Yeah, right, I don't plan on spending this much time here. Yeah, he, I, I tanned my saddlebag while I was in there, too. <laughs> mm. what, a, what a joke. Exactly. And rather, he, by the way, yeah. with my arms folded. But that, you know, it's, it, that didn't hurt. It was just like the weirdest sensation. Like, you would never in life let someone, like, put a screwdriver in your mouth and bang it with a hammer. It's like, it just goes, you know, it's completely... When the guy yeah, took... Exactly. They used when to the counterintuitive. Yeah, to, that was the, the Coney Island freak show you went to. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I beat the crap out of him. Put a dollar him. in the slot. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so the, yeah, I did get two wisdom too. You know, we, I told the story, but he did the bottom one because that was really hurting the shit out of me. And then he's like, "Hey, you're here. Might as well do the top one." I'm like, "Is there a problem?" Oh, he's man. like, "Not really." I'm like, "Let's do it. Get that money. It's free for yeah. me." Not really. Put it on. There's insurance. no problem. Let's just take it out. He goes. He said there's going to be a problem. He wanted to make another thousand dollars, but it wasn't off <laughs> what me. What happens is there's an empty space. The other, the like, other two slowly it's, descends. It's a ten dollar copay. I'll sit here in the chair all day, do everything. Does he give you the nitrous? No, no. Well, that's a chip. No, I don't really, you know. He gave me the uh, the pills, and I told you, somebody stole them from the house. Well, I, did I, I didn't not. need them. I wasn't in pain after that. Was, no, I, actually, I'm walking out of the doctor after getting this other surgery on my other tooth, and I'm driving. I'm literally, I get, I'm in the car. I got a, a cotton ball of blood mm-hmm. and shit. I'll smoke a cigarette right through that shit. Oh, man, you're not supposed to smoke. I know you're not. It's the one thing they tell you. Don't smoke or don't Stick. eat. I'm like, okay, chief, see you. Honk, honk. Yeah. Stick a cotton ball in it. Stick a cotton ball in the hole and move on with your life. Yeah, right. You drive off with the chimpanzee and you light up a duke. So when the cotton ball turns yellow, should I change it from all this constant cigarette smoking that I'm going to be doing? Oh, it's like a filter. Don't tell me what to do. Chief. What the boss of me. When he's operating on you, what kind of painkiller does he do? Does he give you a shot in the gums? Uh, Yeah, yeah. A bunch of shots in the gums. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that that really sucks. You got to get the nitrous, man. That's the way to go. I don't don't care about that. 
nitrous is the joint. Man. I've never Ooh. been knocked out by anesthesia in my entire oh, life. Oh, really? I love it. Nope. Oh, it's weird coming out of it. Oh, I love it. I told you, like, it takes years off your life. When they took my wisdom teeth out, they did it. And the guy told me afterwards that he had a <laughs> slice. My tooth was growing in at a weird angle, so they had to slice it like a del- like deli meat. <sighs> to right. get it out. Yeah, that's what they did yep. here. Because they had to get the uh, tooth out first. Little, like a little Oof. James Bond. Uh, uh, hey, slice it thin. Circular saw. Give me a half a pound of my gums. Liver worse. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you could feel them like slicing all that shit. Hey, why don't you give me a slice? You don't feel the pain, but you feel like the knife cutting it and stuff. I'm like, eh, I'm okay with all that. I, give, I like to be a good patient. Yeah. I feel like I don't want to put anyone out. Yeah. And I, I want to, like, impress the dentist by being like, you okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like yeah. the dentist that says, if you feel pain, raise your finger. That's, like, easy to do. Cause I got you, no problem. I can't talk. All. Yeah, fuck it. You're there already. What I go, are you going to do? I yeah. go to when you the, die, St. Peter's going to be like... Chair and cry? When you die, St. Peter's going to be like, you were an excellent patient. Right. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> You're an excellent patient. Come right in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coat racks over Let there. Let me put on some CD 101.9 <laughs> for you. These guys are cool. Like, throw your coats in the bedroom. I want so to like, uh, impress on them that I am also smart and I know what's going on. They're, they make you sign this thing, and this lady comes in, and she goes, hey... Uh, you know, here's this thing. You, so she makes sure that you're lucid mm. before there's anything. So that you know what's going on. Right. So she goes, oh, so what procedure are we going to be doing on you today? To make sure you're not like, you know, just some nut off the mm. street. I don't know. Make yeah, sure I'm you're in your right frame of mind. And I said, oh, you're going to knock this tooth out with a hammer. <laughs> and then you're going to take a thing and you're going to take this chunk of shit out. And she's laughing her ass off. She's like, sounds good to me. She checks it up. Like, That's exactly what we're going to do. Right, right. And then you're going to close yeah. it up. She should, have, she should have given you some of that for the show. You yeah. sounded hilarious. <laughs> right. she, did. she was funny. Yeah, you right? take a little bit of this for Friday night? Yeah. We should do a laughing guess yeah. episode. Oh, boy. She was talking about some convenience she just saw. She was cool. She was like some Long Island chick. Mm. We're married. <laughs> that weird ASMR thing, Pat. We're like... Mm. Someone takes care of you, even though they're getting paid to do it. <laughs> exactly. You feel like yeah. you love them now. Yeah, I like my ASMR to, <laughs> to sound like a knife going into my gums. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> soothes me. <laughs> Stick needles in my mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> do it now. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, we're young. Well, young. <laughs> you guys hit me in the head with a sledgehammer. Raise your hand if you have pain. Never raise your hand. Fuck that. No. Yeah. Move on. Listen. Thank you. Let's be nine, done with this. Nine o'clock, Varsity P's. <laughs> Varsity P's a rapper. Bush Rick Brooklyn is where he was Bushwick. born. That's right. His debut album, House Down from the Liquor Store, is out now. On everything. You go to Spotify, Apple. All that. Everything. It's on all that stuff. Follow Varsity P. At Talent Over Hype on Instagram. Talent Over Hype on Twitter. He'll be in here live in the barrage at 9 p.m. Or yeah. around about. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Fun stuff. Patrick, yeah. why is my social media blowing up with everything that's happening at Sanger Hall? You guys are doing like, uh, you got. It's this. called promoting. We got events. Yeah, well, how does it all come all to me? me. There are events. Of events. You love events. Uh, yeah. You can meet somebody. Go mingle. Yeah, come on, meet, meet some guests. Hey. Sure. <laughs> Entertain my guests. Yeah, guess. Meet some guests. Meet you some should guests. hire him just to walk Out around. Out of the bars at night. You got an art night. You got a trivia night. You he'll got be it like, all. He'll be like Bacigaloops. Stretch at Bacigaloops. 
What are you saying, Mary? On Facebook, you're getting slammed with Sanger Hall. Uh, Sanger Hall is all over the Sunnyside social Mitch. media. Mm. What do you mean? Well, yeah. how do you? That's you know, it pops up on my feet. It's called, mm. That's what it is today, man. I like it's it. Social you, media. You're gonna have an art night. Yeah. Can I come and teach? <laughs> Just stick to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mario. That came over the plate. Whatever day. It's an art fair. It's not an art class. Oh, can I come over and mm. sell some of my wares? Yes. I have now. Mm. I have underwear. <laughs> my underwear. Can I come over and sell my wares? <laughs> w E A R. So. Mm. Wait. Mary, you just can't come in off the street and hang your paintings and sell them like merch, right? Like you have to sign up for that shit. Uh, oh, paintings! I was going to have like it didn't go well when he tried it at SOBs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll be outside making his own thing for free, not paying for the space. Remember when I tried to sell my stuff outside of Shea Stadium? I set up a blanket. Yeah, the cops arrested you yeah, for dealing crap. Nobody it. wanted to uh, buy shit. Don't they? Crazy? Not only that, everybody looked at you funny for mm. doing that. Uh, yeah. Well, a blanket more than filthy. How great would it be if Mario turned out to be Banksy? That's <laughs> <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> I was wondering why he was in London so much. <laughs> I crossed Banksy off the list of potential guests. Okay. We've been we've been on the phone with Banksy's people for months. Yeah. Not exactly. The, mm. We have to use a voice changer. Turns out it was Elaine. That's Elaine. My, Bank, my agent. Banksy just comes in on a Wednesday when I'm at work and does the interview and leaves the recording here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, wow, this guy's out. good. How'd you get me? Mr. Brainwash. Mr. Brainwash is sandwich. the biggest sellout. He sells everything. Every week he's got some limited edition shit coming out. Yeah. Mm. So what? I wonder if it's ever going to be worth anything. What do you think? Sure. I don't know who you guys People are talking are about. Yeah, exactly. Be. You want me to go to the truck and get the paper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Mr>. <laughs> the Brainwash. art section? One of his pieces just sold for like 6.1 mil. Yeah, me and Pat are busy in Woodside with a concrete saw, chopping a wall down and putting mm-hmm. it in the back of the truck. Brainwash? Shop. No, Banksy. Yeah, yeah. Brainwash mm. is oh, a, yeah, Brainwash the guy from the movie. Mm. And now he's got a full-fledged business going Exit on. Exit through the gift shop. Yeah. Exit. Never saw it. Good film. Yeah? Yeah. Recommend it. I still got to get so many things I got to get around to. I get around to this country music PBS. Yeah, exactly. Thing. You got to the, you gotta get back to the end of Apocalypse Now. Oh, I know. I don't know what happened. I think everyone <laughs> lived happily ever after, apparently. I think everything was fine. Yeah. I, 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 wait, I just watched it on YouTube, and I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody, but uh, Charlie Sheen, what's his name? Martin Sheen. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. No, men, he, men, men. Mr. Sheen. It, it, men, men. It appears that uh, he hacks Marlon Brando to death with a machete. Mm. Huh. Which is an odd way. What happened to the guy in the boat, uh, Ryan? Oh, they found him. Uh, he's they, dead? They, off camera, they cut his head off and put ah, it on his lap. Come on. I like that guy. Yeah, the guy with the mustache, right? What about the other crazy guy who was going nuts with the camouflage on his face, Lance? What happened to him? He was Wait, also which cut. One, which one are you talking there were three, about? Right, by the time they get to Kurtz, there's three guys left. Right. There's Martin Sheen. He goes in. He tells the other guy, call on the airstrike if I'm yeah. not back. Right. And there's another guy, the guy who's like lost him. his mind. Who's who's got an arrow through his head when it, you know? Oh yeah, and he's got the brain paint in I his forgot, face. I don't remember what happened. His name is Lance. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't yeah. remember what happened. At least happened. they got to uh, Lance uh, snoodle with the Playboy. How great is that movie? They just decide to have him get chased by a tiger. How how amazing is that? I didn't see that part. What? Oh my god! <laughs> you must have passed it already. I well, I came in halfway through. Oh, it okay. was like hour six. Yeah, it's just a little treat. They <laughs> the movie's twelve hours long. <laughs> you ever see the documentary Hearts of Darkness? No, but I read Heart of Darkness when I was in uh, uh, grade school, believe right. it or oh, not. I picked that book to read. It was one of the greatest, Joseph Conway. Joseph Conway, yeah. That's the book Heart, based on. Well, that's why they named it that, because it's about how they're shooting the film in uh, 
I forget where they shot it, but uh, yeah, I've heard of this. But yeah. just it's just this. They shot horrible. it in Vietnam. No, it's probably like uh, Cambodia or something, something. like Laos. Not a, yeah, Laos, I think it was. Some shit. Laos. It was Arizona. Laos. Sorry, <laughs> Laos. <laughs> right. Is it the back lot of WB? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thunder Bay, Ontario. Exactly. They were shooting right next Some to... Someplace in the valley. <laughs> right. <laughs> they Muscle were shooting Schultz. right next to MASH. Muscle contention. They filmed it in Georgia, John. <laughs> That's right. They filmed it in Atlanta, Georgia. Or the state of Georgia. Muscle Shrills. <laughs> or Alabama. <laughs> Saves on taxes. Mm. Yeah, it's just the situation. The circumstances are <laughs> horrible. A tax man in, in Britain, man. He'll get you in the UK, man. He'll get you. In the Everglades. So what else you want to know? It's shot on, entirely on a, a Tommy Rockstar's property in mm. upstate New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On mini DB. Right. Bob number two played uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is the end. Tommy Rockstar punches yes. the mirror. Look, taking off your pants, taking off your pants does not make you Marlon Brando. <laughs> it does not. Was he on acid when they shot that yes. scene in real life? Yes, I am. That's the worst. Mod- was that George Harris? <laughs> I was, like, was going to say. Yes, I was. Long. <laughs> this is Marlon Brando. <laughs> Marlon Brando cutting the tubs on. She said. She said. It's Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah. I could have been a contender of, instead of a bum, which, mm. let's face it. He's the serious one. I am. Love. No Charlie. more. Charlie. Charlie. You should have looked out for me. Peace and love. I'm warning you with peace and love. I'm warning you with peace and love. <laughs> Martin Sheen, don't chop me up with a machete, you piece of shit. <laughs> I've got a whole army of people. Don't worry, his head's chopped off. Dennis Hopper's here. It's a fucking good time. You're ruining the whole fucking thing. F you. Mm. You don't want to hear me read poetry? Piece of shit. <laughs> I, I got to go see that Joker, that Joker movie. That's the movie I want to see. I'm going right. to go to the matinee next I hear week. it's about the joke. He's twisted. Michael mm. Moore wrote okay. a great review of the Joker. Uh, Amazing! It's like Michael Moore, the yeah, the filmmaker. Yes, he wrote an incredible review of the Joker, yeah. uh, paralleling <laughs> lots uh, para- of laughs. paralleling it to what's going on in our times today and the insanity that surrounds us. Yes, and how mm. a, a person like the Joker can become come into existence. Mm. Right? Is it a class warfare type of thing more than it is an incel thing? I read somewhere th- about the Joker. It's the secret. You just make taxi driver, but you put the Joker in taxi <laughs> driver. Exactly. You did mention it not to taxi. You're talking driver. to me, love. This is the Joker speaking. <laughs> this is the Joker speaking, speaking from, from the bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want me yet. Yeah. I got more feet to test. <laughs> oh, the audience is lost. This is Mother Teresa, Teresa speaking from, from the bed. <laughs> God don't want me yet, man. I got more feet to test. <laughs> it's an old stern, but Mother Teresa is the call. And apparently, Mother Teresa is from Bayonne, New Jersey. Hey, this is Mother Teresa. He tapes. He, was, he, was, he wanted to be a comedy writer for the show, and he just sent in these tapes. Oh, yeah, Mother Teresa right. was sick. We yeah, haven't heard from Tilda Swintron in a while. He laughed maniacally. <laughs> he laughed maniacally after his own joke. God don't want me yet, man. I got my feet to taste. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Exactly. Excellent. By the way, at 9 o'clock, we'll have RCP on the show. Thank I you. hope he makes Can't it. Be... He's coming from Staten Island, and that's like another country. Yeah, it's like New Jersey. 
tape was recorded of the loading dock. Forklifts <laughs> back up. Mama Teresa coming to you from the loading dock. Where's Tilda Swintridge? How come she hasn't called us in a while? <laughs> That's the closest That's I can John, get to a forklift backlink. Back <laughs> Well, Watch his you. fucking He's legs, Mike. It's a wizard it on those sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first sound effect. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, hey. Oh. First sound effect I, I played do? on it. I don't know. You're messing with something you, back there. Yeah. Oh, I took this menu out. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't don't read that. You ordering in? All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll take the number Sorry, four turbine. That. That's great. <laughs> with a supply. With right. a side yeah. of... It's like a fucking. Yeah. It's like a menu from the Titanic. I stole it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> touching shit. Stolen property. <laughs> I put it back. What happens? What when are you I do so that? bored? You're just like, picking shit up from behind I've the bar and reading it. I've never been back here in Tommy's hollowed hall. Why don't you come up with some bits? Is my buzzer back there? <laughs> bits. How about you read my bits. text yeah. message to Write my some sister? Bits. Stop this. Read, read my sister's text. <laughs> uh, call, call her on the air live live from the brunch. Please be Good evening. Hi. I, I had a question for the host of Live from the Barrage. Yes. Uh, what is it, Sully? <laughs> I mean, or whoever uh, you are. It's Tilda. Stop. <laughs> she heard me. No, it's, no, 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 no. It's, it's Sully. It's Sully. Hey, Hi. how's it going? Am I, can you hear me? Yes. Is everything yes. good? Am yep. I being too quiet? <laughs> no, nope, you're, you're good. Okay, you're so, good. So I figured you guys were going to get around to the fact that Norm Norm McDonald wild the hell out on Twitter this week. Yeah, he's nuttily defending that uh, Saturday Night Live dude. Like, he's out of control with it. Like, all right, go ahead. And, you know, I know that you guys are, you know, the hot take kings of of flushing. (laughs) I just wanted to get, and and that you were were all... uh, uh, Fans of the man's work as He's am a genius. I, yes. and uh, just wanted to know what y'all thought of that. Well, I, I, it, it, it really... I think he's on a he's he's it's a he's horrible horrible take. Republican and no, well, right, I don't right. think he's a Trump guy. I yeah. He's just a weird like kind of maybe I don't know what is it, it some kind of libertarian. Type. Who knows? What are you I talking think about? A, 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 well. Sully, just explain what we're talking Sully about. Sully could just set it up again uh, for Mario. No. Well, all right. So, Norm MacDonald, let me... Okay. Yeah, sure. Glad, glad to be t- here. Thank you, thank you for taking oh. my call. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it one more time. Can we, and you guys can edit this in post. Mario's you want a that? menu that? from 1948. What, what's happening, Mario, is um, <laughs> there's the guy who, uh, you know, he says a bad word for Chinese people on the podcast. You can't say that. You know, it's it, whatever. He decided that life fires him, and Norm Macdonald has made it like a, some weird mission. Wait, is it the like, Asian uh, guy? No, no, he's not. He's all right. So Mario, go to sleep, and yeah, uh, Soli, let's exactly. talk about this. I think it's terrible, a terrible take, and you know, I don't know. I yeah. guess he's trying to def- defend being able to say anything, but th- it's not. It, I I I don't like it. It's wrong. No, I don't. I don't think it's the hill that that he he should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it, he's not, his, his comedy. His comedy itself has never ever ever been political, and right. for him to just like be like, well, here's 
you know, like this is an example of P- PC culture, blah, blah, blah. That's like, right. I agree. You can't, like, so stupid to me. And like, I don't know. Shutting the fuck up is free. You get you get that so yeah. much in your life. How about, and, how and about be funny? You, and then, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like his shit, like, like I don't know. I just, I, I kind of like, I feel like going forward now, I'm just going to be looking at this dude like, man, you're fucking dumb. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. It, 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 uh, it does, it does color, I, color your opinion of him in, in, a, in a kind of a bad line, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I will quote a, a another famous libertarian, Penn Jillette, when uh, he said, and I think it's relative here. Oh, great! Listen, he said yeah, a great, great thing guy. once. Great goes, guy. Remember when there was a great guy? Remember when there was a, a uh, magician show, and it was like the masked magician, and he would expose everyone's tricks, mm. and people are all up in arms. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not the exact same thing, but he said he, he they asked him about it. What do you think? Because he would expose a lot of their things, like these elaborate tricks, and they're like, "Ah, this guy had a mask on there." And uh, he goes, "Anyone who wants to do the same five tricks, fuck them." So if you can't come up with a new joke, basically, is what I'm saying. Then, like, what are you doing? Why are you kidding me? Oh, you have to protect saying those things. Mm. Like, that's so important to you that you can't possibly go on in your <clears throat> comedic life. Mm. Like, uh, then you're a fucking hack. Yeah, I have. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but just this attitude that like nothing's funny anymore. Like, really? Well, the, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, are you kidding me? Yeah. Shit is fucking hilarious okay, right I, now. I, I, but like, if you gotta if you gotta play that that little bitch card mm. about how you as a rich white dude can't get through. Like, come the fuck on, man. Oh. Don't give me this shit. Yeah, big deal. I mean, really. You're, Sorry. You're, really. Sorry. Uh, you know, you're so, so oppressed. May I interject? <laughs> oh, now, yeah, Now exactly. Mario's going gonna to play devil's advocate and say that it's too PC. Well, and I just, I've just you... seen that the PC of the progressive wing of our faction here Good start. has become, has made us... Almost as bad as the conservatives of the 50s. It's like us now saying, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. We've become no, the conservatives. No, Mario, you can do whatever you want. And then other people have a right to say, no, you can hey, do whatever you want, what you're doing sucks. And it, fuck it's you. Like, right. And that's how yeah. like, you know, the world works. You, you could do whatever you want. Right. But if... Yeah. As you mentioned earlier, it's just about who's afraid to speak up about No it. one's tying that guy down saying he can't say, uh, you know, that word. Mario, why is your microphone hung upside down like you're about to record a fucking Sinatra track? It's a fucking hand, it's a handheld dynamic microphone. Put it in your mouth. Stop speaking into the fucking body of it. Pot me, pot me uh, up. How's that? That's, pot me up, Juggy. Cool, cool, baby. Throw my headphones up. Exactly. Yeah, we got to. I'm testing. I'm testing. One, two. Testing. We got a big band setting up. You know what I like? Conservative comedy testing. Testing. Fucking Capital Studio A here. <laughs> oh, the shock bites <laughs> with his teeth down, and he keeps them slightly brown. <laughs> oh, the shock went to the dentist. <laughs> this is garbage. Give me Tedesco. Yeah, uh, to answer your question, Sully, I'm very uh, uncomfortable. I think it's weird. I think it's embarrassing kind of for Norm. He, I think he's above it. It's, it's uh, yeah, like... It's not He's as been above cerebral. It this far. He hasn't had to say shit this far. Like, come on, man. I mean, and in a way, I was thinking also because and it was hilarious. We, me, Pat, and I went to go see him, and uh, he opened up the show by saying, uh, 
a word for mentally ill people that begins with an R like ten times. But he, <laughs> and maybe he's defending his own use of that. Maybe in a way he's defending himself because he doesn't want to get hung up later on. But, but guys like him and Stern who have said all these things many, many times, including the N-word, they, you don't really, they don't get in yeah. trouble. I don't know why. Is it because it's funnier? Is it because it's no. done through the lens of an irony? Mm. Well, Gilbert did it with the midgets. Remember? Very well could be. Mm. Yeah. You know. So maybe they're, I don't know. Gilbert's beat on the midgets was uh, I, I, reminding I, us mm. how stupid I mean, it is to get caught up on. There are funny in their ways to not be <laughs> a hack. I don't know. Yeah, that guy's a hack. Uh, yeah. All right, ladies. I'll, I'll all right. let... <laughs> Thank you, Sony. Well, you think uh, I'm offended by that? I've... Trying to be funny? Huh? You, you can't. You, you're not you, you can't put a, a dent in the armor of my masculinity. Dent. <laughs> I, not I one lady all day. <laughs> if I'm nothing, if I'm nothing else, I'm a lady. Mm. Sully, thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, are you doing okay? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Okay. Thanks. Huh? Is There's... the call coming through? I think the phone's cutting. Mm. Oh, there you go. Nice, <laughs> there's, Soli. There they go. Uh, much love. There's Soli. Much love to Soli. And uh, thank you. He, he probably, <laughs> he felt, I like it. He's been calling in uh, early in the show all the time, or, or, you know, at least in the first hour. He, maybe he's uh, he feels the show is sinking. <laughs> I, I felt okay about it. <laughs> he's got a cork. We're going down. <laughs> They're a life preserver, Steve. Steve We're Sullivan. going down. He helps me. People are dropping off the Patreon like flies. It's like a Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm about to send out the second shift of supplies. Hey, this is Bill Burr. Mm. They're and dropping off the Patreon like flies. Mm. I took new headshots. I'd like to say the N word. I took new headshots to send out to everybody. You got to subscribe. All right, we'll hear those. We'll, we'll, we'll take a look at your headshots after this break. Yeah. yeah. We need a break. I don't know why I played this. Here we go.
with me. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time is tricky. How we stand? Tricky, 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 tricky. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time is tricky.
In the streets, forced to be a man. And his poor black boy was their biggest fan. Got him thinking, God damn, how he make it out? From that city on building, not the private house. While these private house kids front to be legit. Y'all gotta quit, I'm the one that should be with the shit. Uh, instead I'm trying to be a better man. I got a chip towards them niggas with a better hand. Throwing spoons like you ain't have a better plate. When I'm the one at the table who ain't never ate. Uh, the opportunities wasn't there I should be dead or in jail So how I'm up in here And I ain't had the shucking job We'll switch up the look But sun dancing Timberlands Just to hit my hook Uh, because I got my head right A loud walk bar I try to tell him at night Thank you Jesus Christ I try to tell him every day For letting every son Out of 588 And I'm gone I mean we ain't done yet I still got a little bit more in the tank. Let's get it. Uh, I'm from 588, but when it come to Bushwick, I'm the hottest to date. Oh man, this is not a debate. Name a move that I make that's dishonest or fake. Yeah, and I promise to wait. A nigga even went green, I was trying to escape. Cause when you come from a place filled with violence and waste, you take risks to inspire and stop trying to relate. Yeah, it was an honest mistake I admit I fell off, I was so out of shape A couple good friends got in my face And I had to realize that I'm not in the race Uh, and now I'm running my pace Three minutes and I ain't mentioned none of the hate Or disbelief towards a nigga with nothing but faith And the mother's voice saying that you're gonna be great Uh, so now I balance the waist That weigh heavy on your shoulders when your conscience creates A superhero complex that I try to sedate Supposed to be a lost nigga, why am I in the cave? Yeah, and I could try and escape gold And blame folks without a leader on the lame notes Uh, but try to fix it if it ain't broke The main quote is to reach you with the same hopes Yeah, so Lord A.I., what is it for? I'm precise a house down from the liquor store don't let this place tell you who you are When you are me, yeah, we both became a shooting star I'm Terry's son You have a prepaid call from An inmate at Alder County Jail Your account balance is $39 To hear the charges for this call Press or say two. We are back live from the garage here on Radio Nope We're happy to and delighted to have Varsity P with us today. In the house. In the building, y'all. What's going on? What's up? What's up? Thank you so much for doing it. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. We out here. Very nice of you uh, to stop by live in the studio, which is, we always prefer that mm. to the old phone call. You can hear people better. You can meet them. And uh, are you guys uh, really uncomfortable right now? Is this weird for you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Live and, live and direct. Live and direct. Varsity P has a new record out. It's called House Down from the Liquor Store. It's available on Apple, Spotify, everything. Anywhere you go to find a record, where can people buy the record that you want? Where's the best way for them to buy it for you? I would say go to my website, talentofahype.com, and you can buy it off my website and get a download link, and it comes with like some exclusive stuff. Hey. Oh, sorry. I thought that was Mario. Yeah, Mario. Mario <laughs> oh, he done loosened me up, set yeah. me up. For Mario sabotaging. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. Talentoverhype.com. Yes, the but, best place because uh, a lot of the stuff is streaming now, yeah. but that's where you actually buy it and you can have it and it's yours. You know, and it comes with an exclusive insert that has the lyric sheet where, like, you know, you can go and check out what that looks like. Uh, I like put together some super creative, so it's different than just streaming it online. 
It's yeah. nice when you get stuff like a package instead of just like you mm-hmm. know. Who, did you did you start out? Did you do the SoundCloud thing and everything? You put it up there for free and see what happens. Like, well, not you? this one. Uh, SoundCloud was used early on, which is you know mixtape releases, freestyles, and stuff like that. But right. you know, you know, stepping out to be an independent artist, you know, the main focus is to have people be able to purchase your stuff and 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 become a value consumer. How's the record uh, sales going? Are you, are you doing okay? Oh, man, I'm doing really well. You know, I got a whole nice. campaign while I'm selling uh, USB red top valves that are a concept within it, and I have one for Myro as well. That's right, man. Oh, I was looking at it. I need my crack. Do you have one there? This is the is. first crack vial I have that I don't oh, get yeah. high from. I just get high from listening. How come you're so loud all the time? I don't understand. Sorry. <laughs> I'm excited. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a red top crack vial, and the album comes inside that? Yeah, so USB. So the concept of it is uh, my album focuses on my lifestyle, my childhood, being a kid grew up in the house with a mother on drugs yeah. so you know that's a time capsule that contains crack music and on that is my story right and that's the whole that record is, is on there and is there, there's other stuff on there you can plug it into computer you plug it into computer it's music videos it's the campaign layout it's stuff that's unreleased it's documentary on there there's like a lot of content nice. and I'm doing a proud to pay campaign shout out to Nipsey Hustle RP and I sell those on my website for $100 and they've been doing well so. right yeah how many of those how does that you make? I made 588, uh, 588 because I live and grew up at 588 Wilson Avenue. So my campaign for this is called the 588 right, Initiative. Right. 588 Wilson in between. Coven and Schaefer. There you go. <laughs> That's right. So if I make a record, it's going to be called 325 because I grew up on 325 Nobody Hard Street. Nobody cares about your story. Nice. Bushwick in the house. How'd Mario rope you into this? How'd you guys meet anyway? <laughs> oh, man, me and Mario go way back, way yeah. back. Uh, around 2008, I was heavy in community work and uh, environmental still education. You still are. I mean, yeah, I am, but it wasn't at the back then it was at the forefront. Right. And uh, I was doing some stuff uh, with the environmental, you know, justice and education and uh, Westside Cultural Center. And uh, I had a performance at Tavern on the Green. And uh, I met Mario there, and he invited me to come down and do what I was doing at Tavern on the Green. Uh, Tavern on the Green in Central Park? Yeah. Yeah, it was, wow. uh, we used to do a, a thing called EcoFest. Yeah. Props to Nancy Callahan. Always, She's always, always did a great job yeah, what, with What was that? the point of that? You guys realize there's a climate uh, kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, I was heavy. You know, I just got involved with the environment. You know, when it came to me, you know, being a young kid that grew up in a neighborhood, I didn't really see that type of energy happening. So it was something that I was like, wait, I could bring this back to the hood and have people really care about where they come from. So, you know, my main goal was really to just to speak about, you know, community development and having us take care of where we come from. And that just became its own thing because I market myself uh, and I live it. So it became a part of my music. You don't really hear too many rappers, uh, you know, taking up the torch of uh, the climate and stuff. Is that something you really feel passionate about? Yeah, I mean, just understanding that, you know, my main focus was the sustainable concepts of, you know, we need to redevelop and rebuild where we come from. You know, so it's it's really hard to kind of tell, you know, kids about the ozone layer, but it's easier to say, yo, we could turn this lot into a garden. You know, we can we can do certain tangible things in our community. You know, I try not to make it seem like, okay, we could talk about saving the whales too, but that's yeah, a little <laughs> right. hard if There's you've no never seen in- the ocean. You yeah, know right. what I mean? So it's like, Jesus Christ, let's talk about, you know what I mean? Let's stop littering in our community. Yeah. You Bush- know, let's stop buying plastic bags. I mean, getting plastic bags when yeah. we need the store that even I'm with you, there. man. I, so, I, do you agree with that? I, I'm for a complete and total plastic ban bag. 
Bag ban. Don't be like overseas where they charge you when you go to the grocery store for that shit. I'm cool with that. I think we should go burn down the plastic factories myself. I'm serious. You know, there's no reason for plastic bags. They get stuck in the trees when the wind blows. Stuck in the ocean. They're stuck in the turtles' mouths. Well, listen, when it's snowing and my boots have holes in them, I like to use a couple of them. I'm out of there. <laughs> like, like, there's a meme that goes around that says, hey, black people don't be throwing their bags away. They under the sink. Yeah, that's right. They at the bottom. You go to my house right now. That's where my but bags are. Bag yeah, I save all those things. But, 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 put them under the sink. Back then, you did a song called A Million Trees or A Milli Trees, and that was a nod to the campaign at the time about actually planting plant a, million a Million Trees, trees in New York yeah. City. And it did happen. Well, yeah, yeah Bloomberg did. eventually did that, right? I guess on yeah. his watch. But uh, yeah. they planted one in front of my house. Yeah, I forget what I mean, it is. I mean, nice. we passed we out uh, houses. Yeah, and I yeah. was just telling Jamila that you know I was a part of the people who planted trees on the nitrogen grounds. I remember right. being there with some Bank of America people who had the community out, and uh, we were planting trees as a part of that initiative because after I did the record, I was so hungry to want to get involved. I started working with NYRP, who was heading that campaign with right. Bette Midler, and they was like, okay, you kind of got this thing going. We want you to be a tree steward. So they literally gave me a job to go to different communities wow. and nitrogen developments to teach people how to, how to take care of the trees that were being planted because yeah. obviously there was a disconnect if you just had people planting the trees but not telling the people what to do with them yep. after they leave so yep. I was playing you know that position to try to get them right. prepared in front that. of my house yeah they just showed up yeah. and planted they didn't say anything say nothing listen yeah. that was a great everything adopt the tree that yeah was, that was a great cut I mean I was trying to find it I don't, I don't see it anywhere I guess it's, it's is it still oh, Amelie Trees? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, it's man. Like, it's a great cut. It's like old school. It's, it's on, if you go to my website, it's a tab where it says mixtape. So it's up there under the Eco Swag. Because remember it's at that time, swag. it was Eco Swag. So my students swag love this tape. guy. Yeah. I mean, Pete, do you think it's too late to turn back? Or is, the, is the world in big trouble as, as far as the environment goes? Or can we reverse it? Or is it, you know, we, you know. I mean, we, we're... F- I mean, man, I, I don't know. We we might be gone by 20. No, you see what's happening this week with uh, Extinction Rebellion and uh-huh. with the climate march last week? They were I was out there. There were a lot of kids out there. There's a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, the, the consciousness is totally different. You know, like when I was doing this in 08 to 2012, like heavy as far as my campaign, people were looking at me like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This was before gluten-free and all right. of that extra <laughs> stuff. And everybody wanted to do Earth Week and Earth Month and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, 2008, 2009, like my beginning, you know, people was looking at me like I was crazy. Like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? The environment? Go green? Eat mm-hmm. right? You know, but people got older, and these things became a trend now. So, you know, a lot of people are more conscious. Listen, the environment's always an issue. Yeah. It's the common, the biggest common issue because if we don't have a planet, you don't. Everything else really doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, strap in because good thing yeah. everybody understands that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're gonna be selling it's, you water. It's, it's hard to to push that narrative when people are dealing with their day to day issues. Yeah, yeah. You know, so what I learned with my message is, you know, you got to feed a little bit of both. You got to address and speak towards the things that they're going through, but then also. Also say, hey, but there's a bigger picture as well, so let's not forget about that as right. well. We're talking to Varsity P here on Life in the Broad. Who do you have with you? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, uh, man, I have Jamila. Jamila. Uh, Jamila. How are you? I didn't want to you ignore say you. Jamila is She's a renaissance taping. woman. She is powerful, uh, community worker. She's a boss, entrepreneur. She does PR. She's fashion designer. Oh, man. Looks, she, she's heavy great. in the music industry and, and community. You grew up in Bushwick. I did. Uh, you mean this from uh, East New York? And then now you live in Staten Island. I do. How's that happen? Uh, got a nice little apartment, man, nice. right on the water. You know, nice. luckily I got a got an opportunity right. to get a gym where I live at, little pool, so I had people come hang out. 
Cool. Yeah. What's the story with the tolls? If you're a Staten Island <laughs> resident, you have to you pay no, less. No, when you're a Staten Island resident, you you pay less because you do Easy Pass or something right, like right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and what you pay is less. Than so I have a pool. There's no real reason to leave. You know, I'm just staying there. Oh man. <laughs> what I do is I just have people come through. You know, like I say. Yeah. You know, I represent, you know, part of the success stories of where I come from. So so you got the house. Everyone come, comes and hangs out. Everybody's I mean, summer vibes. Everybody knows Sundays. I do Sunday vibes. Oh, I do my sh- famous shrimp tacos everybody know about. Nice. People come up, come through. We have a good time. I right. met a bunch of your crew over at uh, the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Oh, you yeah. got some great people oh, be- yeah. with you, buddy. What, what, what years, uh, What what when you grew up in Bushwick, what year are we, what years are we talking Man, about? I don't want you to give away your age or anything uh, like that. Man. I know you're 26. Anything, it, anything <laughs> from, the, from the late 80s to. You know the early to mid two thousands, right? And that was uh, a that's that's Bushwick for real. No, we talking like, about the hot. We're not talking yeah. about East Williamsburg, right? Yeah, East Williamsburg, which, which was a neighborhood that I never even heard of until they started selling <laughs> houses. Some, it's that's, bullshit. That's, some real estate uh, agent. It was like Beirut, yeah, some, that's what they do. The real no, estate agents come up yeah. with a new name for the East Williamsburg. Get I I taught in Bushwick from nineteen eighty five to ninety five. Okay. I was at uh, Star Street on uh, 111 mm-hmm. uh, between uh, Jefferson and uh, what it was. Har- That's Star great, Mary. So what yeah. was it like? So I it? know what it was like. I mean, it was crazy. It was I'm insane. Ask RCP we, what it was like. We took about the late 80s, uh, early man, 90s. We took about the heart of the crack epidemic. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. we took about. You know, I, I'm from the dark side, so it's literally a box section where the population of the majority of the black people in Bushwick live in that area. Outside is uh, more Hispanic uh, culture. Right. Hispanic, so, you, you know, the difference is, is that historically, you know, Hispanic cultures kind of have more of a connection to family. But, you know, you know, after, you know, the falling of the leaders, the Panther parties and everything broke down in the 70s towards the 80s. Uh, and crack hit It divided the families apart So we talking about The late 80s The 90s And the early 2000s It's like a lot of people Just out there Without that family structure And support right. So we talking about a, a lot of chaos We talking about A lot of hopelessness Because even if you're poor But you have a concept Of family It kind of still Keeps together mm-hmm. You know Like this, you could go To different developing countries They might not have things But if they have each other it's, it's easy It's an easier way Than if you des- destroy The families And now everybody's Just out there you right. know, savages. Then, so I grew up in that era. That's that's right. that's terrible. And when when you grew up in that era, did you have to do what you had to do? You, and, and can I ask you about your mom? Is she still alive? I'm sorry. Oh no, God bless. My mother passed away. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Fifteen years on October 14th, so Monday. Did you sell crack? No, my older brother did, did, though. Right. He's and, locked up right now. But even though your mother was addicted to drugs. Yeah, I mean, my story is, you know, I grew up in a household with a mother on drugs and a brother who sold it. Yeah. You know, one time he got locked up. I found his stash in, 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 in the... It, I, I say a radio, you know. It was in a radio, but... uh I ain't sell it to no fiends, you know what I mean? I sold it to, like, a drug dealer. I was like, yo, I got yeah, this. Yeah, and he yeah. brought it from Get me, and I went it. and brought a fucking chain downtown. <laughs> and got robbed for the same chain sometimes in the middle of the summer. So that's just how that shit goes. So what did you do when you were a kid to, like, get out of that? Oh, like, man, I was a kid that do my, did my best to try to stay away. You know, I seen the desperation <laughs> that was happening. I seen... Yeah, what would you do for money? You had, like, I, I had jobs? a summer youth job, you know? Yeah. Like, my narrative is a kid who was on the opposite side of the glory. You know, so I seen everything that was happening. But 15, I got a summer youth job. 16, I had a job developer. You know what I mean? I was sending me on on interviews with my J.C. Penny shoes on and a little <laughs> baggy ass, you know, suit suit jacket on. But uh, I always had a little job. You know, like yeah. I was a kid that played basketball, so I seen what's happening because 
my brother is being locked up at 16, 17, 18. So I already saw it. I'm not trying to go to jail, so let me try to do something else. Right. So, Did he end up going to jail? Is he still around? Or? Nah, he's still locked up now. He's still locked up? Yeah, the last 20 years. And you only have one sibling? You only have one brother? Uh, that's my older brother. So, yeah. you know, that's the fall of my leadership in terms of a role model yeah. that's close to my age that could kind of understand what I'm going through. Then you I have younger to? brothers. Yeah, we do, but we go through our ups and downs because I never was for what he was doing. So we would always have issues and fights. So, you know, when he goes away, it's, it's hard for me to kind of connect to him because, you know, I don't agree with why he's there. Right. Was but it, we talked to my sister. Around back then? I'm um, sorry to get I don't mean if it's too no, personal. No, 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 you know, no. Like, you know, uh, my dad. The music is very personal. My dad was a weekend dad. You know, I don't want to take anything away from him. But yeah. when you're a weekend dad, you're not there. You know, you're there, but you're not there because you're not mm-hmm. seeing everything that's happening. So yeah. when you do come around, it's with a couple dollars and, you know, we'll stay over for a couple of days. But then we come back home Sunday. You don't know we walk into a house with no food and we ain't about to tell him my mom's like that. Like, yeah, mom's yeah. be doing getting right. high and we ain't yeah. got no food in the house. But he kind of knew what was going on because he would always leave like twenty, thirty dollars with us when we would get out of his van and go so home. That, that's his so. name was Terry, right? Who is that, is that the song we played? No, we, we Terry's came. son is my mother's name. Terry, my yeah. dad's oh, yeah, my mom. dad's name Sorry. is Bashir. Yeah. Good research. That, that is a that is a great song. That's yeah. I mean, thank you, I, I, thank you. That's what we just heard. That's on the that's on the new record, House yeah. Down from the Liquor Store. And I keep watching Dark Side the Drug Dealer and, oh, man, and there's your so much outfit, more coming. There's your so outfit is coming. spot on. I, the I had socks to do that. with yeah, the with the with Gucci flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's meant to be provocative because growing up, the only concepts of success that we saw were the hustlers. You know, right, we saw right. them have the things that we wanted. So when I shot the music video, I wanted to be over the top. Gucci right, right. socks, mad jewelry on, fur coat, right, right. no shirt on on yeah. a stoop. Like, super, super putting it in their face because that's what it felt like. And that's it, who was, you look up to because that's who had shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, fell for it, you, you, don't, you don't connect to what's happening in your household up until a certain age. You know, mm-hmm. when you're young, you just intoxicated to the lifestyle that you see. Like I say in the song... Not the shit they was doing, but the lifestyle they was living. So I never really connected that. I never made the connection. It was like, you know, you see your mailman, you see your fireman, you see your garbage man, but they're in uniforms. It doesn't seem like it connects to who you are. But the hustlers, they have the nice kicks, the nice car, the nice this, that, and third. The girls around them as a kid, it's no different than what you see when you watch TV. The cool guys have the girls. They have the nice this, that, and third. So it's easy to kind of connect to that understanding of what success was there. But then a crash collision is when you realize the same things that they're doing are affecting your household did and you, taking your brother you, away. Is that how you stayed away from the pressure? of it? Were there people pressuring you to like, uh, oh, man, you got to sell drugs? Nah, nah. Yeah. I, I'm from the era where if you were talented in something, the hustlers wouldn't allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. They telling you, nah, bro, you nice and bald. Take your ass to school. Right. Right. You know, it wasn't that predatory type of space where it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get you. Like my brother, my brother, they, yo, Shah, my older brother's name is Shadow Shah. They ain't want him to sell drugs, but he's hard. Hey, he ain't going to tell me now. He's going to be out there. So like, right, if you're going to be out here, we're going to show you how to do it. Because we'd rather you know how to do it than you just be out here and you end up losing your life or getting hurt. Right. You know, unfortunately, he never, you know, did, did, was able to escape that, which is why he's away now. But now nah, the hustlers, they, they look, used to call me Lord AI. So I was like, yo, bro, take your ass to school. How long is he away for? Is he coming back? Or is- I mean, he's supposed to be home this year. You know, he's been back up for about two and a half now. He's been in and out of jail for a lot, but he, he, he caught a good stride. You know, he's a proud father. I have a nephew. You know, so now it's a little different, you know, when you go away before you have a kid than when you have one now. Right, you right. know, and I'm not going to tell his story because that's mm-hmm. for him to tell. Right. But, yeah. you know, I know I know that this time around I pray yeah. more so that, that he makes the better shift. 
you were very athletic too, right? Oh yeah, I played that, ball. That's what helped you uh, kind of. You ever see this guy with his shirt off in the video? He's in top shape. Yeah, hey, kick your ass, man. Yeah, yeah. some dimes off that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, I mean, that's, I, I, I credit that to you know those years when I started getting heavy in the environment, going green. Right. You know, I had to preserve my health because prior to that, I just played ball. Was an athlete naturally, just had metabolism. But since then, it was like, wait, making a conscious effort to make sure I'm eating certain things. And, Did you go vegan you or know, vegetarian or anything like that? I tried. You know what I mean? I tried. But, <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, yeah, it's like, hard. I never had issues in, with health. So it was like I found myself attaching a lot of things that just were not, were not, uh, I couldn't sustain it. Because, one, my community was different. You know, I remember growing up in the hood trying to be a vegetarian. I'm eating yeah. French fries and fucking. Right. Yeah, well, you know, I'm eating well, shit from the Chinese spot. Just let me get fried rice or mm. go to chicken spot. Let me get a corn on the cob and like. The that's trap the, of being healthy yeah. is that it costs more to be healthy. It's one of these stupid right. yeah. things. Well, that's that what they do. They in don't these want people. They, right. People who are in poverty to eat healthy because it's more expensive. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get the dollar ninety nine crap meal. Right. Of course. That's why water normally costs more than anything where you go because that's right. the best thing for you. Right, right. One thing I, I, I always saw when I was uh, in Bushwick growing up and then teaching more importantly is that, you know, the, the things you hear about people when they talk to you about, oh, those, you know, racist talk. You know, there's the people down there, they don't want it, they're lazy, they're wolf. It's a cycle that's hard to break. And then the people that... For who? That who leave the, who leave the, the area, well, they're Talking. gone. And so it's just that people who, who have the hard time, whatever the situation might be, that keep them from moving out, then that just is what people see. They don't see the people who make something. They don't see the people who, who honor education, who try to pull themselves up and get up and get, and get out and move out and help. Something like you're doing. You're still in the community. You're still working with, with community, with schools and stuff right back from when I first brought you into the class. I mean, right? because you've got to understand is that it's an unfair shake regardless of the fact. Because I'm black and I'm from the hood, I have to do something and then, in my success, take care of where I come from. If I was a white kid from Springfield or, or Hillside, you could be a fucking stockbroker with yeah. a, right. with a, with a, a Porsche, and yeah. you ain't got to do a Thanksgiving drive when Thanksgiving comes. You, feel me? you ain't got to go <laughs> yeah, back yeah, to right. your neighborhood and say, yo, we got to take care of the homies. No, you just right. extend your success, take care of your family, and you mm -hmm. keep it moving. Right. But me... It can't just be the family. Oh, wait, you got it. What you doing for the hood? What you did for the community? But you still, you do a lot. You're I still mean, working yeah, with kids. You guys are community center and you're doing a lot of great I stuff. I mean, if you ever listen to the intro to my to the to the album, that's the concept. You can right. either be OJ or Muhammad Ali. Which way you going to go? You're right, going right. to ignore yeah. it or you're going to dive head in. And if you dive head in, it's hard to like be halfway and halfway out when I mean, you open up. That's why I took my first job in Bushwick because I said I wanted to go back. I want to go back to where I, I was born. How, I want how to, old are you then, Mario, when you're... When I, my first job, I was 25, yeah. and I taught in Bushwick till 90, so I taught till I was 35. Mm -hmm. And then the school broke up. That's the only reason I left, because the school broke up into mini schools. You know, the failing schools yeah, were all broken up. I hate up. that system. Uh, but <sighs> uh, it's something I always wanted to do. I didn't want to go teach in an area where there was affluence and people just didn't know. I wanted to go somewhere where I could make a difference. You had the choice to teach in Bushwick? Well, I was I was offered the job and I jumped. On. I said, "You you mean I could work? I could work three blocks away from where I grew up, and my cousins were still living in the neighborhood." Mm -hmm. And a you know, funny story, I would take them down to you know Knickerbocker, right? Knickerbocker Park. I would take them down to the to the cafes. Now I'm coming from a different spot because I'm Italian American, and it's like they got a reputation, right? You know, so I would take the worst kids the first week of school down to my cousin where he worked at the 
at the ice cream shop with the cafe in the back and whatever else they were doing in the back. And I would say, let's go. We're going in. And they would like be like shaking. No, no, we're not going in. Well, come on in. I talked to my cousin in Italian, give him two kisses. And then I turn around to them and they're all yellow. I'm like, what kind of ice cream you want? And everybody gets ice cream. That's how I survived because I would come back and they would go back to school and say, Yo, Mr. Zaro, he's talking Italian to the people down the block, and he's gonna, he got his ice cream and everything. And, and you, need, you need to have these kids buy into who you are and that you want to help. And, uh, and it worked. Did you try to rap to them like, a, hey, my name is Mario, we stay in school. Rap. You're a fool. I I heard him. By the way, no it. more rice wine for you, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love this rice wine. It's the wine with the ginger ale. <laughs> We're talking to Varsity P, who's nice enough to stop by here. His new album is called... No, you guys are gracious enough stuff. to allow me. Oh, man, are you kidding me? You. I really yeah, appreciate yeah, you doing it. It's about time. I've been trying to get you down here for it's a couple... Nice. Uh, timing, uh, timing. Everything see, is about the right time. So this is the... There's no better time than now. What about live shows? What do you got going on now? Anything oh, man, I'm do, setting up two big ones. I got something at the Hudson Yards coming and something at the Brooklyn Historical Society that's going to be epic. Oh, do you play a lot so, uh, live or it's kind of like uh, spread out? Uh... Uh, well, New York City's hip-hop scene is a little weird right now, mm-hmm. so I like to create my own events and have people come out. I'm not doing the showcase things. You got to put money up for that? And and all that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm an independent artist, so yeah. you know, yeah. I'm going to either have a strong relationship to get access to a platform, mm-hmm. or I'm going to put my money together, and I'm going to hold it down, and then I'm going to sell tickets, and people going to come out rock with me, and I'll put some people I believe in on the stage, and we build it up like that. Nice. That's the way to do it. Man. Yeah, man. That's... that's that's the way it all used to be done, and that New yeah. York City is like a weird spot. There's it no is. scene. There's no. There's no like community. You have to make it. You That's why I make it, it. I feel like you build it if they will come. Like my last event, you know, I had the editor in chief of Vibe Magazine come down. Right. Like you yeah. know, that's to sit down and talk yeah, to let's me talk about, about my album. That. And how how'd that how that all materialize? It's like uh, hustle. Persistence and having great music. Right. You got to tell you the story know. of how you went into the, the album. Is really good. Because I, I love it when you talked about that story about going to see Dwayne, right? That's his name? Uh, Daytuan. Daytuan, that's sorry. Yeah, so my homeboy, we have a mutual friend named Calligraphist. He does these photo exhi- exhi- exhibits. And uh, he had one last October. And when I seen Daytuan, this before my album came out, I was like, listen, we need to sit down because I have a classic album. I say I have the first classic album since Get Richard Die Trying as a debut from New York City artist. He said, okay, you talking, you talking big. I said, yeah, and I'm going to back it up too. So <laughs> let's find time to sit because I, I believe that to date. You know, the, the, since, since Get Richard Die Trying is a debut album artist, I have the best album. Right. And, uh, he was Are like, you cool. willing to start a feud with 50 Cent? I will. Show right I mean, now. since then, you know, I'm going to give 50 the last one, but I'm the one after that. Uh, I mean, he's fighting with everybody else. Too. Yeah, you know, I don't owe him no money either, so we good. Uh, and I just stayed on top of him, you know. I just continued to reach out and reach out, you know. I say I'm the master of the cold reach. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay on you. I'm going to hit you up. Yeah. You say, you busy, you busy, you not going to. Until you tell me, no, you're not going right. to do it or you don't want to yeah. do it, then I'm going to stay on you. So That's I what guess, we do on this show. Nobody yeah. listens and we keep hammering yeah, people on emails to, and eventually yeah. like DMC shows up. Like, yeah. oh, wait, what? Wear yeah. them down. Wear, yeah, wear them got down. To. You know, right. I, you got to hustle. And what like occurred that, was is that he, he invited me to the Vibe to the vibe office. I had a whole campaign. You know, Like I say, you stay prepared, you create your own destiny. So I was prepared. I'm ready to go. Like, I had my whole campaign ready to go. I had my USB valve for him. had the vision. So when I had, had this opportunity to talk to him, I just showed him the vision, and he fell in love with it, listened to the album, loved it, and was like, oh, you got me. Whatever yeah. you need, I'm well, there. Well, that's a big part. Do you work so. on it? You work on this shit every day? Like, 
in terms of like writing in, in terms of writing you have to uh, promote yourself uh, you yeah to yeah I mean in terms of what it, what we need to do social media wise I always try to keep myself in a, in a, in a trending you know in space or on a timeline but not doing nothing outside of who I am you know I'm not six nine and shots fired yes uh, right. I'm not I'm not doing none of the gimmick stuff to try to get on I'm right. I'm just making sure that I stay consistent to who I am. And and I mean I I write by living life you know I feel like you got to live life to be able to make your great great music. Is there a so, balance between like uh, kind of in your style of uh, old school rap and like what's what's new out now or where, where uh, do you feel like you st- I don't want to pigeonhole you. I'm a storyteller, yeah. so I keep it there. So I say whatever format, whatever range, whatever time, if you're able to tell a good story, you'll be able to be relevant in that space. So. You know, you listen to my album. That's it's a story. Strength, for sure. So, uh, I, I, I remember uh, Mac. Uh, remember a MacBook rap book? You used to come out almost every week with your notebook, <laughs> oh, yeah. and you used to do you. That's uh, being videos. innovative. Yeah, uh, you 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 would write. You're prolific, man. Yeah, I mean, I had to do that a lot more because I didn't have studio access then. Uh, now I have my own setup, so if I ever need to record, I could lay it down. But we took set up in Staten Island in your house. Yeah, I have nice. a I have a nice and and, and studio Good, setup, Apollo, Props. Mac Pro, everything. But uh, back then, I didn't have studio access, but I was super creative and wanting to create. So I created a website called MacBook Rap Book, yeah. and I used to just drop these freestyles over beats on my Mac, and then I would just po- post them on YouTube, and then use the embed codes to just create a whole website for it. So you could go to my website, and whatever was the hottest song out right now, I had a 16 to it. You know, so I used to drop them every week. What about now? Do you bu- do you make your own beats? You have to buy. Do you do, uh, you, do you buy some beats? Make yeah, I mean, I buy beats. Or? I'm about paying yeah. people for their talent. So how do you I, find them? It, how uh, do you find the beats? It, I stay loud within my art. So sometimes people find me, and outside of that, friends of friends, I listen to music. I'm a fan of art of artists. So I'm not one of the people that only listen to myself. No, I listen to music. Right. If I like what, what I'm hearing, yo, who, who did that? Who's working with you? Oh, yo, such and such. All right, let me get the info or, you know, shoot lines out. You know, I can't say that I'll be on YouTube, you know, scrout, you know, whatever, uh, scrambling for beats, but I just, I don't know. I, I believe I walk with the most high, so it really just be coming to me. You know, things just kind of come, and I chill. People know they they they, they want to give you the beats. So how much you know when you buy a beat? Does the and it say this the song becomes a huge hit? Does that guy come back after you? It's like hey, give me more money or something for the beat? If you bought for like I mean, ten bucks, like, hey, I mean, man, you're, I, out. you're out. I'm a fair individual, so yeah, yeah. you know, and I do this for the love before anything. I don't mm-hmm. want anybody to ever have a bitter taste about about me. So if you brought the if I brought the beat for fifty dollars, but I went ahead and made fifty million, I'm gonna give you something on top of that because that's just the right yeah. way thing to do. That's good. You know, it ain't nah 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 nah. I wouldn't be able to live that way. You got an ethical code. Yeah. So, so somebody sells you a beat, and I don't mean to keep harping on the same point. That I don't know. And yeah. you take it back to the studio. Are you to sell and you, my beat, John? I'm trying to sell you a beat. <laughs> I, I mean, shit. Listen, I got ten beats right here. We're gonna listen to them on the break. <laughs> And, uh, I want you to smash or trash my beats. I'll take fifteen bucks. <laughs> They're all terrible. But you, like you, you buy a beat, you bring it back to the studio. You can like mess with it however you want, do whatever you want with it. Like you know, put it through filters and uh, you know. Well, I don't buy beats until I have a record. You oh, know, yeah? so what I need to do is I need to actually create something to it. Right. You know, then when I fall in love with it or if I have a concept and I like, all right, this one's going to go, then I start the negotiations. Is it going to be a two-track one with the stems? Do you have the stems? Because if you have everything broken down, then I might pay more for it than if you only have a two-track. 
And there's a lot of producers out there who might just be hungry because they know if I get their beat, I'm going to make a movie out of it. Everybody right. know yeah, me. Yeah. I'm making an event out of everything. I'm going to do a music <laughs> video. We're going to do a music video viewing party. We're going to do a release party. We're going to do everything. I'm so, waiting for the full-length feature, man. Oh, Does yeah. anyone produce the uh, records now? Uh, man, I had two producers. Shout out to Juice. He produced four joints on the album. And my man Stanley, that's my, I would say my in-house right hand. Uh, he produced the other four, including Terry's son. And my next single music video was Corner Chronicles. How about the videos? You have producers for the videos? Oh, uh, man. Matthew Thompson. That's uh, my big guy. As well as Dre Manning. Dre Manning did Dark Side Drug Dealers. And, uh, and me, man, I I, I got to start giving myself credit because I create all these treatments. <laughs> I'll be the one that be behind the shit, visionary, putting it together. The production values are amazing. I said that at that, uh, and, and, and I want to give props to Hip Hop Closet. The whole record sounds really good. Takesha. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, they, they hosted the Vibe magazine event. Facts. That was really good. But I, t- I said it then. The production value and, and the sampling between dialogue mm-hmm. and then it's very music musical. and then back into dialogue. Did you guys have a, have a chance to listen to the album? Yes, we did. Oh, I like that now. Listen, I'm not going to have somebody on not listen to the album. It's been on my top playlist for a long That's time. That's fire. <laughs> Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. I, I mean, I, I don't know if the audience knows, but the 588 Project, I don't know if we broke that down because you said, you mentioned By the way, Nipsey Varsity Hustle. P doesn't live there anymore, so if you go to his house, you mentioned he's Nip- not there. You mentioned Nipsey Hustle. so oh, yeah. well, Why don't you break it down? What is the 588 Project, and what did Nipsey Hustle do that inspired you? Because I don't know if everybody got that. Well, the 588 Initiative is a campaign that I launched a few months ago where I want to sell 588 USB red top crack valves for $100 right. a piece. On it is my debut album, my album campaign plan, music videos, documentary, uh, insert artwork, my philanthropy work with um, my initiative, my playground, my escape, where I give out basketballs to kids to get them wings. Uh, and that's what that, on that USB valve, that's what that is. And on uh, 2013, Nipsey Hussle had dropped his Crenshaw album, and he sold 1,000 copies. Well, at first, he sold 1,000 copies for $100 a pop because right. his goal was to just a controlling narrative of what independency is right. and that you can name your own price for what your, what your, what your product fucking is. Great. So taking that, taking that steam and saying that I have something that I know is valuable, I have a priceless and a value, you know, invaluable story, right. you know, but wanted to package it a little bit differently. I thought about product and a red top USB crack valve that represents the album. This is a big vibe. You could put a lot of crack in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's nothing but crack music on that, man. It's, it's fantastic. Crazy. And you know what? I got this because you also did a Give pre- Give him $100, Mario. You did, no, you did, a pre- yeah, you did a pre-campaign. Yeah, so basically pre- prior to this, 2007, uh, I've, I've been working on this album since 2015. So we're talking about three to four years in right. the making. And uh, I have a short film, a part of it. So at some point, I'm going to shoot a short film version for it after I shoot the music videos, and that's going to live. So I, in 2017, I did a GoFundMe kicker campaign because I'm independent. I pay for all this shit out of pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes you need that support. And Mario was one of the individuals that gave a $50 uh-huh. pledge. And I already Glad knew what I was going to do with the vows back then. This before I even had a physical yeah. copy of it. I just knew I was going to find a company in China that was going to make it. So he got his vow today because he gave me a pledge of $50 Glad to in 2017. Do it, I'm, if you you're go always to ta- talentoverhype.com, you could uh, still pledge the 50 or oh, yeah, you could. I, no, it's $100 now. $100 now. Like, pledge yeah, you is to. Did that affect oh, yeah. you? When, uh, of course, I cried, man. Yeah. Like He's one of the, one of the individuals who I, I believe was doing it the real way, the right way. 
you know, he was one of the ones that stood on on his art and and also his integrity, and uh, was a family man, was a community man, was a great artist who who took the long way, you know, who yeah. didn't do the shortcut shit, who paved the independent work. independent grind, and and you know, I would say that's the closest version. I would say him, Jay Z. I, I kind of say him, Jay Z, J Cole. You know, do you get the Jay Z comparisons? I hear it a little bit. Somewhat, you know, yeah. I mean, but I think that's just really a Brooklyn swag type of thing. Right. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, shout out to whole, you know, Rock Nation, I'm at your door. When you said when you were back. <laughs> <laughs> if Rock Nation, if you're listening. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the only place I want to be, yeah? truthfully. That's the dream, huh? That's it. Varsity Feed wants to be on Rock Nation. 100%. So Jay-Z listens to the show every week. I don't know if you know. <laughs> I when, 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 you, hove, what up? <laughs> when you said that um, in two, you've been working on the album for three years, is the album... Are you ever satisfied with it? Is it ever like completely done, or are you just like always like there's something else I could tweak uh, here? There's something else I can mess with, and at some point you just gotta be like, Let's no, put it up. you just kind of like you just know. Like truth be told, my album is 27 songs, so I started writing in 2015, and it was a full version of Bushwick to now. Well, until I would say about 2016, 2017 is when I stopped specifically writing for the album, but uh. I kind of knew what it is that I wanted. I, I scrapped 17 songs, and I'm saving that for the wow. next project that comes out next year. I didn't scrap them, but they're in a storage Sometimes because they, they are a the... part of the next version of right. the story. If you notice, this song off. ends in Bushwick. Terry said, my brother gets locked up, Bushwick Bashment comes on, and that's just the Bushwick story. The next story is when I become precise, then later brought CDP. You know, so I already had the foresight. But uh, it wasn't that I wasn't satisfied. It was I did an early mix in 2017, and I just let people hear it. And I got some amazing feedback. And I knew what I wanted to do when I got back in the studio. Then I'd do a listening with people around. And if they not react in a certain way or if I felt something needed something, like a great example is Escape. I had live drums added to that, live horns, because after Hoop Dreams being so live and heavy, when Escape came in without the extra live music, it kind of fell flat to me. I felt right. like after Hoop Dreams supposed to go up higher, and it didn't. So I said, I got to hit my boy up. We need you to add some live drums on it. So as soon as that dropped, them live drums kind of get you up because it keeps it there. Yeah. So it was just, I wouldn't say being a perfectionist, but more so knowing what the music needed to push it further. Well, that's actually, Jay's own, you should get him in That's there. a lot of focus because yeah. it's it's very, very easy to get lost in Pro Tools because everything is tweakable. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can get... You know, way down the rabbit hole with minutia. So run RX the fact on everything were, that you were knocking out mixes, having people listen to them, listening feedback, then knocking out other mixes, oh, touching yeah. them up. Like hoop you know, dreams, I played it in my friend's work. car. He was like, "This shit ain't knocking hard enough." Right. So I went back in the studio, beefed up the eight oh eight. So it was like, "All right, we gotta do it." So, so it's it's a project that I'm one hundred percent happy with because I did everything that I wanted to do, and. It ain't like I got to be like, damn, I wish I would have did that. I'm not right. signed to a label where I got a deadline. No. Yeah, I'm going to make yeah. sure everything is right. Mm. That's a, I, I, and believe in myself to know that it's not dated and that when it does come out, it's still going to hit. I'm not chasing a trend sound that's going to die out in th two years or right. six months. You know? Is there any uh, new rappers like you respect? You you know, some guys like uh, can dismiss the whole genre. Nah, wholesale. I'm, not, I'm a like, fan you, of music. I love... Right. Um, so if it's good... I mean, Saha the Prince is the guy. Uh, I was listening to some K-Camp earlier. He rapping. I'm like, all right, he rapping. He doing some shit. Uh, new guys. Uh, J.I.D. is super dope. Uh, I mean, Big Crit ain't new, but I still rock with Crit. I mean, Meek, J. Cole, uh, Kendrick. I'm a fan of those guys. When you were growing up, well. what was your influences? Uh, growing up, 
I would say a fun fact, my first tape was Daz Effects. Oh, my second one was Onyx. Slam. Slam. And that's a whole fact. And I anything just, after that, you know, on, on memory lane, you hear I say I lived in Texas. So in, right. in my middle school years, I lived in Texas. And, man, I got put on everything from UGK to 69 Boys to Snoop and Dr. Dre with the Chronic Doggy Style. I would say it's top three classic right. albums of all time. You were sent to When I was a kid, me and Brandon Burt were just listening to the Chronic over and over. Yeah, I lived in Texas for three years. What 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 part? San Antonio. Were you sent down there, like, to escape or to get sent out of trouble? Down. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you... If you, if you, I could put two different things together on a on poor black boy. I say somebody got shot in my crib and ended the first verse. So you know, I had to stay with my dad for a little bit. My mother had to move down south, and then we ended up moving down with her because we had to avoid ACS trying to take us away. Mm, yeah, yeah. So then we moved down there and stayed with her, and it was a complete culture shock because. Being a snot-nosed kid from Bushwick to <laughs> San Antonio, Texas, you know, in the suburbs. I'm outside with my basketball. Ain't nobody in the park. I'm like, where the fuck are the kids at? Where's everybody at? Trying to have a game here. They at the mall and shit. I didn't even know nothing about hanging out at the mall at the time. The mall? Yeah. What was it, a white neighborhood? Uh, middle class, you know. It was yeah, San right. Antonio. You got white, black, Mexicans. I had a Mexican girl Pops at the time. I was kind. I was a kid. What? Uh, it was fun. <laughs> I mean, it's all on the album, so people. You, you heard the way he said Mexican girls. Oh yeah, because I forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. I speak down. It's a good time. Nobody showed yeah. up to play basketball, and I met some Mexican chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Jamila, you got a mic there. You can chime in anytime you want. Yeah, please do. Oh, by the way, so you're back? Are you a Knicks fan? Did you hear Hoop Dreams from New York when he's never been a Knicks fan? <laughs> See me on Nickabaka, what I say, against leaning like a kickstand. No. I mean, what is there to be a fan of? I apologize. I mean, I do have an era of the Knicks that are my favorite, the Oakley. Whatever. You got to stick with it. You, you, know gotta, you have but to no, suffer I with the rest stick of with something Stop that I never that. was with. You know, what about, up a joint fan what about the picture on the album cover? Is that actually that's you and your that's a full picture of me and my brother? And I got it from a friend of mine in Texas that was mentioned on Memory Lane. Uh, she had posted up a bunch of throwback pictures on Facebook, and nice. I was like, "Yo, send me those. I need yeah. those." And then I kind of in my head knew that that was gonna be the picture for the album. You show your brother the picture. No, my brother never got a chance to see it. He, my brother got locked up. Yeah, I know. But the day like, before, get, like, I got my first right. mix. Oh, so he doesn't know it. He's never heard the album. Mm. He knows that I have it. But unfortunately, you know, the, my biggest thing is I can't wait for him to get home to hear it. And uh, when, see he, it. when he gets out, how do you envision your relationship going with him? Do you think that you guys will reconnect? Or do you think it will still be just kind of like uh, you know, separate a little bit? No, I mean, maturity has occurred. I really want him to listen to my album because I think he's been so caught up in his own circumstance. He's never really been able to see the perspective of being a little brother who loses his older brother you know because in many cases I've been a little brother looking out for the older brother you know but I think you know him taking the time to listen to the album and understand the pain that I experienced from my point of view might make him have a little bit more of an understanding yeah that's a we weird kinda, like uh, spot there and being the younger brother and then yeah. having to be like the, the the father of the family like be the you know be the be the man in the house yeah it's it's, it's unfortunate you know and, and I mean I say some stuff like that on on escape you know, when I talk about Lenny Cook, how, you know, when the stacks, you know, things things are against you, you have to be the man. You might be 17, 18. You know, you prepared for that? Do you have to know how to manage money? Do you know how to be responsible about your lifestyle yeah, in, and in others the, around you? In nah. the neighborhood that, that you grew up in, you become a man pretty early. Like, yeah, you've been and like I mean, a man it's an unfortunate like 13. situation. Yeah. I've seen like 10-year-old kids on the subway, like, you who, know? who are like, 
adults. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> different than like watching your, your your little brother because your mom has to run to the grocery store real quick, or you know, we talking about like literally preparing them to get up in the morning. You know, like when I shoot the Corner Chronicles music video, I saw something when I was watching The Wire because I like to watch uh, you know uh, historical John, things. Tell me about that. Last and it was night. just a moment that happened where it was Michael B. Jordan. He's like taking care of these kids yeah. and he's getting them ready, Great and it see. just took me back to that time where right. it was like, yo, kids were literally raising kids because yeah. the parents might have been fiend out. Pops not there, drunked out, you know, like, right. you know, and, and it's you know, unfortunate. Michael B. Jordan's probably like, you know, supposed to be 13 or 14, that he's taking care of yeah. like four or five, six yeah. kids. Right. Yeah. He's got to make sure they're fed. He's got to make sure they go to school. Yeah. He's on top of it. And that's like, that was, that's a, you know, yeah. that, that's everyday life for a lot, a lot of people. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the unfortunate strokes that we have. But uh, would you trade it though? Would you rather have grown up not? It's kind of maybe that's a stupid question. Oh, man. You got all this art out of it, kind of. But it's 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 so much pain. You know what's crazy is that isn't that what, what what the question is at the end of the intro? The end of the intro is: Do you want all this devastation that has occurred that created hip hop, or do you just rather never have devastation, but then hip hop doesn't exist? Right. You know, I mean. Is there art without pain, and would you trade it for just like growing up in a regular neighborhood where everything uh, was fine? Or? I would say that is a question I'm still wondering. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to have. I mean, if I could erase slavery and everything that occurred and no hip hop, yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah that. Right. <laughs> it ain't it ain't that deep. You feel me? By you know, the way, I was reading something you wrote, and uh, you said every white person isn't racist. I disagree. Every white person is totally oh, racist. This is a. I, I read think you were this. hedging your bet there. You were trying to be nice. I read one of your posts right Which after Trump that? got elected. Talk to me. I took my shit too. And I loved it. I loved it because it's the other, the other side isn't interested in putting our differences aside to come together as one united country. They're actually are enthusiastic about this election and empowered by the fear in many of us and want to continue to widen the divide. So you go on and on, and then at the end, it's like I know all white people aren't racist, but the majority of white population in this country voted for unqualified candidate right. who ran off hate and bigotry. I'm clear on where we stand, and I'm putting my plan together on how to continue to progress out here. The best, the best thing about the whole thing he says, in my mind anyway, the, 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 the line that stands out to me is the last line. If you white and rock with us, continue to be loud because I'm treating all silence as racist. That's a fact. You know, that com- is a complicity fact. Complicity is fact. the same thing as being a party That's a fact. to the fucking bullshit. You don't That's know. You know the privilege as a white people guy stand that on we the get with the bullshit we have to hear when people think we're them. one of them. And I have to stop them. I have to say, stop. <laughs> I'm not part of this discussion. I'm not part of what you're thinking. Yeah. It's insane. This inherent racism that exists in the world and people deny that it's there is really something that infuriates. But that's why it's important for the people, you know, who are on the other side. Like I say, it's not easy for me to assimilate in the spaces where racism happens. I'm a brown-skinned black man, and I'm not even going to be allowed in a building. But if you're in a building and you speak and understand where we come from and you hear certain things, shut that shit down. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't say that just for white people. I you say that it. to yeah. light skin or fair skin or certain people who have a certain aesthetic that allows them an opportunity to be accepted in certain spaces. If you know what the fuck is happening is wrong, don't just be happy because you got a seat at the table. Yeah, you know I mean, clink the t- clink the glass with the with the silver spoon with the silver and be like, "Yo, can y'all stop saying nigga? Can y'all stop this? Because if not, then you just with it. Yeah, right. that's important. And you benefiting and off of the opportunity. You, you, you know, if you say nothing, then, then you you're, you're, you're part of it. Silence equals death. Yeah, you know, and, and it's the same thing for ladies, for women, because as men, <laughs> we get together, it. and sometimes the talk goes way south of oh, where yeah. it should be. 
And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, because oh, we're all show. guys, we can talk this way? No. no you can't talk that way. Nah, nah. You got to speak up for what's right. You know, you got to speak up with, with right. you know what I mean? By the end of the day, you're going to have a moral compass or not, you know. I've seen what people look like that don't have one, and I'm okay with not being that type of person. And you got more money than me and be doing drugs and have your nice penthouse and be tight doing coke and whatever, but I'm cool with what I got with a moral compass because I'm just not going to allow myself to deal with things. It's not going to let me sleep. It's a, it's, a, it's a big club, and we're not in it. That's how they say it. <laughs> right, right. It's any type of injustice, period. It ain't just racism. It's... You know, anything. If shit ain't right and you accept it in. Yeah, right. Listen, you see somebody on, on the that, subway yeah. fucking with somebody, you stand up, man. Yeah. You know, don't be a fucking coward. Yeah. That's really what it is, being cowards. You know? Yeah. It's easy to go and along. You, you know, a lot of uh, white people comfortable in their life. It's like, uh, you know, vote for the yeah, but, vote for whoever because it's like a game show. It's not a game show to people. People can't eat. You know, people have no health care. Who do you support, yeah. uh, Varsity? Do you have a political, uh, you don't want to say? Ain't that I want to say? I just don't really know. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to see who you know. A lot of people saying Camila Harris. You know, I mean, I like Bernie Sanders. You know, that's my guy. Uh, yeah, me too. You know, I think Trump did something really great because he took the wow out of people. He said, I mean, like Donald Trump is the president. Like, how, how more ridiculous can this country be? Period. Like at that point, it's just like whatever. I mean, right. and I, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that. Like, I'm just saying, period. Like, Every just time because it could be another person who says the exact same things, but if he just wasn't Donald Trump, it might look a little different. It's yeah. like no Donald Trump, bro. This is yeah, and he's it's a funny because we're all, we're all from New York, so like like you and I, we know this guy. Yeah, you know he's like it's and it's it's yeah. just the rest of the like what to me it's a game it? like like because you know hip hop was very you know very outspoken at certain points about the enjoy fam like you know you got the sure. I'm on the Trump Towers you know we we bigged him up within our music because we saw him as a businessman who was successful we yeah. always he was entertaining successful. as a, so, as a, so a businessman I and, think he just put I just think he knew exactly what he was doing and he knew he could get the crowd if he says certain things right. not saying that he doesn't believe those things but sure, I know that he's does. really playing a character in terms oh, of totally. expressing right. it that and way more to, crazy to excite people he says, but I always said I don't it's less about him and it's more about the people it's more about anybody that voted well, are you it's surprised more about those but, you know black people aren't surprised you're not, you, do you think black people are surprised when Donald Trump gets elected and all these uh, uh, white racist, white nationalist people yeah, a lot come of people out of the got Woodburn. surprised. I wasn't surprised. You're, no. you're not surprised, right? No, a I lot knew of people got surprised because Obama was in office. And yeah. unfortunately, what that represented made a lot of people forget what was really going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, if something isn't in your face, you don't know what's really working against you. So him being there, to me, not just black people, but all people, I hope it woke people up to say, okay, I there is so. an agenda. There is there is some things happening that are working against, you know, us. And no matter how much he talks about, you know, working class people, he's going to do this, that, and the third. I ain't really see what he did. Well, I hope in 2020 the pendulum swings back. Because if it doesn't, I'm losing faith in the, in the hidden agenda. Losing. What? <laughs> what the secret ballot is is a dirty little secret that oh, people boy. like say, oh, I, I hate that guy, I hate that. Then when they go in there, they click that freaking button. Yeah, but the secret's out, and now a bunch of people who are like, oh, you know, I yeah. think I wanted to be a Nazi, or all of a sudden I mean, they're but, out in the street know, like they never had me. We, we just got to really address it as it is, man. This is white. This is a white supremacist right. country. Like mm. it was built by certain people who sure. want to stay in control. I don't know how many people are just gonna be like, I, right, I'm gonna just let that go. Yeah. I'm like, I, right, y'all got it now. We just gonna fall back, you know. Like, and, and, and I try to right. remove it and not make it a personal thing to me. No, 
Some people win and they won and they own the fucking court now. Right. And in order to get the court, you got to beat them or you got to match up. You got to figure out a way to play within the system or outside of it to create the change that you need. You know, and I'm not saying we need to get guns or we need to go to war, but just understand that something is working against you. And once you know that, then you got to start building out your strategies to live your life. Because it's taxing to wake up every day and feel like, damn, I got to fight against the man. No, I'd rather move to Cuba with Jamila and we have coconuts <laughs> and be chilling, raising beautiful kids. But I'm here right now trying to take Jamila care of Jamila seems surprised by the process. That's, that's <laughs> a proposal. Jesus Christ. Have you asked Jamila about this? Sir? <laughs> you moving to she, Cuba? She knows about my vision. <laughs> she, knows, no, okay. she knows about my Cuba it's, vision. Well, you see, it's too hot for me. <laughs> I'm in. And there's a lot of old cars. There's a lot of old cars from the 50s. <laughs> I mean, my dentist today, oh, I'm sitting in the chair. He's He's Trump. He's Trump. He's Jewish Orthodox. I'm like, don't you remember what happened in Germany? I was like, where are you getting this from? And he's telling me, well, yeah, I know he's an asshole. I know he's a jerk. But he's doing great things for America. I'm like, where? What? What, yeah, I mean, what you great know, things? I don't know, man. You and know, it's a lot of sheep, right? That's just what life is. People are easily sold a dream yeah. and a vision. Especially people don't pay attention to politics that much. It's like a Fox game show. No, because it comes back to stories. You know, everybody needs a good story. You know, so if he's able to spew a story with the right... They say dog whistle politics saying certain yeah. things mm. that's going to grab, grab, grab. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. You know, like. You say a bunch of. You, know, like you could do it in a positive shit. way, like that. I mean, like like Obama with change and unity, and he rallies everybody up, or you could do it in a negative way. But by the end of the day, mm-hmm. people are still looking for some type of leadership. So it, it starts really there with the individual. Like, why are you so easily tricked into something? What is going on within your they're life? They're afraid. They're afraid of the liberal uh-huh. agenda. It's a yeah. safety thing too. If if you're like white, for this whole time, I mean, you, you have been white your whole life. Apparently, if you were, if you white this whole time, like it's a safety time, yeah. thing. You're like, okay, like it's a weird racist thing. I don't have to say I'm racist, but they're going to keep the immigrants out. They're going to keep the black people penned in ghettos with the army of police with freaking tanks around the thing you know what I mean it's safety it's like okay so to me that's my money's safe no no it starts there with saying why do you feel that way what is so what is so threatening about someone else having an opportunity that makes you feel (laughs) like you're gonna lose your like like it (laughs) literally becomes like it ain't it ain't me it's like why are you worried about Mm. me getting a job here Mm, why are you worried about me having an opportunity here like what is it that you feel that I am going to do that is going to disrupt your peace and harmony it's a black person who moves to a white middle class neighborhood. He works and has a job and a family going to school in your community, but you run him out the neighborhood. Why? Because yeah. mm. he's going to, what, rob from your house? No, he works and makes he the same just, amount of money as you. Yeah, he just he's it. educated like he's here. So yeah. what is the issue? So I think a lot of it really just comes down to what is that fear. Because once you address what that fear is, is it, oh, it's the gene wars? Oh, well, we're going to become a mixed race? Why are we going to just be obliterated from the earth? Is it that? Are we going to lose like, our guns? I don't know. Like, what, what is it? Like, no, man. You know, I just think that. I think that's why it needs more white people to talk to white people. I can't. Yeah. Like, what am I saying it? Listen, when I, 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 work, I work a, u- a union it. job, and you got to hear shit like the other white people around me say. So like, you can't believe it. You can't even, like. Is, am I supposed to fight every day? I guess I am. 
they I know mean, not to say shit like that around me. You got to like, understand this. Listen, do you think New York's like a liberal thing? Meet some construction workers. Nah, and that, that liberal shit. shit is bullshit. The unions and everything that's boxing people out. There's so many hitting, you know, racial tactics that occur to keep people marginalized. Like, mm-hmm. come on, quote unquote, gentrification is happening in all these yeah. urban communities. But when you walk by a construction site, you don't see no people of color working there. I thought that there were provisions where if you do construction in certain communities, you have to hire a certain amount of people. Yeah, from they that put you on the stop sign or something like that. Like, come on, like I mean, do you ever go back to Bushwick? And of course, is the neighborhood I'm a lot different now? I mean, oh, yeah. I do. I do an events at this spot called Fathers yeah. because you're not gonna box me out. I'm gonna right. bring the energy here, and we're gonna celebrate the development of the community as well as not allowing certain people to be left behind. On your block, has uh, the gentrification thing happened, or is it like you still like kind of? I mean, there's still some major activity in a negative way happening at my block, my building. But in the neighborhood up and down, there's nothing but cafes, cool things. And what do you, you know, how do you like, feel about that? All white people moving in and raising no, the prices. No, I, okay I feel I feel the same way that people are gonna feel about me when I make it. Do something about this community. So white people, you move into the neighborhood, you're handcuffed to that same motherfucking responsibility. You know how to play a key, an instrument. You see a black kid in your building, teach him. Right. You know how to shoot some video. You see a kid, brown kid in the building, teach them. Like, utilize what it is that you have within this access to pay it forward, period. Because if I have to be uh, held to that standard because I come from where I come from and I have to look back out, I mean, look out for my people, you ain't not about to get a pass. You, you better teach these kids be, something. But we should all be. Nah. You're a good man. You, get, you know that? You got to go hard. I knew, it, I knew it from the start, man. So you're I a good man, though. I don't know if I would move to Cuba with you. <laughs> and the thing about that, I move to Cuba. You think I'm gonna just beat out there explain? No, no. I'm gonna teach the kids right. all the shit that I know. Yeah. Just to say, if you ever go to America, boom, 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 boom. Come on, I'm not just gonna live off the land and not try to give back to the people. Never that. You have an amazing code of ethics and morals. I admire. I do. I do. I think. I think my mama. She gave me that. That's right. That's oh, right. We did talk about. You ever you know, see uh, take, all the problems? Do you want to take a, Should we she, take a break? Or should we keep yeah, talking? Yeah, yeah. yeah, take a quick break. You, uh, how far away uh, from Takashi Six Nine did you live, and uh, will you uh, will you murder him? Y'all can, oh, we <laughs> could, y'all, y'all want to kill my disc? Cause I got it. I mean, we could kill the Six Nine disc track. Called no immunity, like nigga, yeah. like okay, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm from the dark side. He's from the light side. He's yeah. from Murder on Broadway side. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, yeah. I don't know that name. He's really. over there by that Popeye's Bedford, chicken Manhattan with it, where the transvestites used to be out there. No, let me Latin keep it politically correct. Yeah. I mean, he was over there where they was doing a lot of nasty work. Right. But, what do you uh, think about that whole thing? I don't got no respect for it. Yeah. I got a song out called No Immunity that blasts his ass pause. But, uh, Do you ever feel bad like the way nah. it went down from now? No, because it, because you made a yeah. conscious decision to utilize gang activity in order to move ahead within your career. Right, so you, now you, you got to accept everything that happened with it. And the fact that you're telling you're a coward, so you never should have did that shit anyway. But it, don't you think it's bullshit that the government comes in and goes, oh, now you get life in prison for like, you know, because you hung out with some guys? No, because the government would rather lack up some black people than, than him. All right, we got yeah. who we got. All right, let's throw these guys away. I'm not condoning they shit either because I felt like I understand that you seen an opportunity to make some money. But if there's some real OGs around there, like I know there were, you know, not all money is good money. You know, much respect too. You know, I don't want to have no gang beefs and all that. But uh, I just think that not all money is good money. And 
you know, it, it's real ones out there that you could have put that energy behind if that's what you was going to do, who would have made sure that they took care of y'all and gave y'all opportunities to get out the streets. When you were growing up there, was there gang stuff? Or of was course, just kinda, I could have. Oh, yeah, really? Jesus, like blood. That's why I always looked at this shit like, yeah. I could have been blood. I go be blood in the hood tomorrow. I thought the bloods were a new thing, like 2000. Nah. Nah. I mean, it was, was a heavy California. thing, and it was get a heavy out. thing in 97, 98. You know, anything after... If there's the, no Crips, why are there bloods? If there's no Crips. You know, because a lot of that originated out of the out of non-trades, out of the Rikers Island. Like, right, I did my yeah. homework on it, so I know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. You, you know, starting the Rikers... You're right. I read that, too. Yeah. The, the Bushwick well, fires it, in the 70s. And it was heavy in my neighborhood. Like, heavy. We talking yeah. about 97, 98, yeah. 99, all my friends' blood. Like, like a bunch of them. OGs, really? all the hustlers, they was blood. So, when all that shit was happening, I'm like, I could have did this. And, and utilize all my affiliations with the homies, and but that's not me. It had been looked at as I'm forcing it, and yeah. I ain't trying to do that. Well, that whole Bushwick thing came out of the, the 70s with the with the fire and the blackout and the and the riots, and that's really where the whole all Bushwick went to hell. Oh yeah, 77. My yeah. mama told me about that, and, and all the Jews locked up their buildings and they didn't want to yeah, write yeah. nothing out to nobody until it like would. white people came back. And and then when I was working in Bushwick, you might as well have been in a war torn country. It was empty lots and. I have a f- good friend. I like Meryl it better Meisler. without the Italians, personally. <laughs> Meryl Meisler, who did uh, the who Dutch was there first when yeah. I did some homework back in the thirties. Yeah, the yeah, Dutch yeah, was there right. heavy back in the day. Right, right. Now I mean, when so they used to have the train ride that was outside. The from the Dutch, you're yeah. a Wu Tang guy, right? You love the Wu Tang. Uh-huh. I, I love Wu Tang, of course. Who yeah. you from New York? You better be a Wu Tang fan. Right. This ain't the Knicks, you know. Wu Tang <laughs> is automatic. <laughs> Knicks, not really. <laughs> Those are our biggest staples in New York City, Wu-Tang and the Knicks. <laughs> you want to play some songs? You want to take a little break, guys? Yeah, we we can been do talking. yeah what do you want to hear? Want uh, to hear? Uh, we're talking to Varsity P here on Live from the Barrage. We thank him very much. for uh, Shout out to all the listeners, man. Radio Nope. It's very nice of you to show up. And uh, I got any any uh, song in the album you want to play? Is there, you want to go Dark Side? I mean, yeah. We talking about the hood, Dark Side Drug Dealers. All right, here Easy. you go. We'll be back after this. You're going to hang around here. You can leave I'm if you want. I'm chilling. We're right. we going to make another drink and have some Yeah, we're going to get another and drink. Crackers, some cheese and crackers, man. pop a little more shit off camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get it. Here's a Dark Side Drug Dealers by Varsity P. And we'll be back with Varsity P and everybody else right after these words. Without the proper context, you can judge someone totally wrong. So if you give, given the circumstances that we were in, I'm not saying we were good, or we, we made horrible decisions. We were 16 years old, right. 14 years old. We're going to make bad decisions. Right. Yeah, yeah you got it. decisions right. of life and death. So with given those proper context, you can, probably, you can see why a person could make such horrible decisions. I'm not saying if we... Forgive us for a decision. Just understand the circumstances and not dismiss us as being just crack dealers. I got my swag from them drug dealers. They call them trap niggas. Legs bubble like legends or the max niggas. Timberland, Kitchy Nit was a fax nigga. Was added in the streets way before Black Twitter. Twitter, yeah, them niggas had the swag. All the bad bitches in a pocket full of cash. Summertime, Willie in a bike, through the ass with a mean stash spot. Keeps the light start to flash. Yeah, you heard right. Steady took it one time with a third strike. East Coast, no crash, had a third dice. And the trap queen took trips, hand bricks, so she stirred right. Them Decatur boys was a big inspiration, it was major boy Not the shit they was doing, but the life they was living Poor black boys saw a lifestyle of winning Got my swag from them drug dealers Yeah, them back block niggas selling crack drop niggas Got my swag from them drug dealers Yeah, them out of town niggas with a lot of pound niggas Got my swag from them drug dealers Yeah, them flipping keys niggas on the triple beam niggas Got my swag from the, from the 
I got my swag from the, from the drug dealer. All black boys, slow lifestyle of women. Listen, now the plot thickens. My mama was addicted to the same shit they pitching. Damn, that's a head on collision. Fresh dummies for the fast life. Older brother start rebelling, no act right. Guess the nigga chose the block, cause my mama smoked the rock first. Tommy got knocked, was a sad night, that's right. Now we out here, so the work that he stashed in the house chair. 440 gold chain, it's a nice gear. My mama in the living room with a buzz, no light gear. Yeah, man, I'm safer, boys. Gold night shit, it came through major, boy. Like the time I got got pretty, let me get the clock. Just the poor black boy, your house was a crack spot. I got my swag from them drug dealers. Yeah, them back block niggas, selling crack drop niggas. Got my swag from them drug dealers. Yeah, them out of town niggas with a lot of pound niggas. Got my swag from them drug dealers. Yeah, them flipping keys niggas on the triple beam niggas. Got my swag from the, from the. I got my swag from the, from the drug dealers. I anybody who has the drive to make something happen for himself. What so happened for us being in the street hustlers meant that we had to find a different way because there were no jobs available. You know, the school system was shot. Uh, you know, so we had to hustle to find a different way to make uh, means for ourselves. Crack rock infiltrated every hood Some people say it's bad, some people say it's good It was good for the dealers, it was bad for the buyers Sell the dealers, turn lifers in the buyers Rose higher, lights last, I'm young and fast And what's an half? Hoop dreams that triple beam I didn't have But this small look the dream full inside of me We gon' make a no basketball diaries Decatur Street, the four corners of Wilson Ave Get plenty of heat, the four corners of living lab Subtract the lights, subtract the life, I did the math That's negative on the plus side, was getting cash But when you're 15, it's fine by dealers living, you're going insane, realizing that your mama missing, and your brother pitching with but no food in the kitchen, then he hit you 50 bucks for some rice and chicken, do you acknowledge your brother selling and mama using, or the life of a hustler, you got influence, your favorite rapper Jay-Z, shit is getting crazy, close your eyes cause your mama is your best friend, pause, I think I need an applause, took about 10 years to acknowledge this all, for loving the lifestyle, it's killing the lifestyle, no mother provides now, and brother gets tied down, my top bridges is gone, what you talking about, with Unless I'm all on my own On no face of different strokes The way I approach a mother not And now through the visions of kaleidoscopes Nope, I ignored it Restored the hope but the facts in life I fought it All I needed was a tootie and a booty Some of you fresh kicks and we up to the movies It kept me occupied Occupied anything, it was just a hard shit Weak soul, I ain't had no pride And wonder if I intervened Did my mama even have to die? Sorry mama, I ain't no drugs to kill ya I ain't wanna be a drug dealer They just had all that nice shit Now a part of me is lifeless 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 I got my swag from the, from the drug dealers 588 was math Push with dark side. Bushwick has many police officers standing in every corner. What are we criminals? No, we're people in search of change. No 
know about that nigga? What you know about that nigga? What you know? What you know about that nigga? What you know about crack nigga? What you know? What you know about that nigga? What you know about that nigga? What you know? What you know about that nigga? What you know about crack nigga? What you know about suicide, homicide, living in the genocide? Born black trying to stay alive, huh? Born black trying to stay alive, huh? The rockaway chain snatches on pick and nap. The melancholy in his eyes cause he didn't have A father figure in his half, riches have knots Big apple where you rock behind a padlock So be trying to break out, here's your one shot Only deals given out, it's a one shot Shot, and that's for a rank While you there, better hit him for some food stamps They call him snap now cause they hope you snap back So I'm trying to pull strings like I'm stealing off a backpack Woo. And it's a fat jack And it's ghetto feeling treated like a lab rat Tuskegee, you the hood, the experiment Is that the school of hard knocks, seen resume experience What you know about that nigga? About the plight of a black man feeling like a trap nigga? What you know about that nigga? About a poor black boy with a mama on crack nigga? What you know about that nigga? About a whole race divided cause they gave a couple scraps nigga? What you know about that nigga? And no matter how you act, cops shoot because you black nigga? What you know about that Breaking news tonight, it was a case that sparked outrage across the nation and heartbreak here in Cleveland. 12-year-old Tamir Rice. It is a story that no one can stop talking about, the shooting of Trayvon Martin. Freddie Gray now has spinal injuries, but police say when they saw the video, there was...
was no use of excessive force. An unarmed teenager shot dead on a Saturday afternoon. How did this happen? Outrage and anguish tonight after police shot a 12-year-old boy over a BB gun. What's the price of a black man's life, you say? I don't know. Let's say we ask Freddie Craig. Let's say we ask Trayvon Martin and all these people in the streets doing peaceful marches. It's March Madness, I'm throwing down the picket sign. Cause it's 1865, black been the crime. The death penalty is what you will get when you disrespect an officer who shows no respect. You gotta give it to get it, but they ain't giving us nothing. Jim Crow to the slums and the streets getting hunted. Cause they used to rock the sheep, now they rocking the shield. And since they took us off the boat, getting slaves to get killed. The blood of Haitian rebels in the heart of Nat Turner with the mind of Malcolm X. UEP and Mr. Jerner got me speaking true. And I hope the people get it This ain't for no shucking job And this ain't for no living thing They gotta wake up, wake up Like it's the first of the month Or wake up, school days before they kill you by lunch When all the sun slamming students in the class over work Ain't nowhere safe, we ain't even got a neighborhood church I'm hurt The mass murderer soon identified as 21-year-old Dylan Ross What the shooter said before firing shots leads police to believe he killed the victims because they were burned. Investigation is underway into this video showing a school resource officer in South Carolina throwing a student across a classroom floor. One of the officers employed a chokehold. Moments later, while on the ground after complaining he couldn't breathe, he was dead. A minor traffic violation and the death in a Texas jail cell. Two black men are dead after encounters with police in Minnesota and Louisiana and social media has sent both of their stories viral. Don't tell me all lives when black lives getting killed. Don't tell me all lives when black lives getting killed. Don't tell me all lives when black lives getting killed. On the TV, all I see is black lives getting killed. Where's the white Sandra Bland? Where's the white Eric Garner? Where's the white town march? Filled with gas masks and armor. Where's the white family crying? Where's the white leaders tight? Where's the white panelists debating about this white plight? But you telling me that white privilege don't exist in Black people kill themselves, so she takes some ownership. Did they tell you about the days they brought us over on a ship? Separated dialects, but never taught us ownership. So I ain't owning shit till it's my 40 acres in the mule. New Black Wall Street, and we got some better schools. Cause reparations is well overdue. And all that money made from cotton, yeah, it better come through. While screaming, we shall, we shall overcome, my nigga, we shall overcome someday. Today is that day, I'm throwing down this picket sign To march the White House lawn with a loaded nun Coast to coast, America is watching protests and civil disobedience unfold Night after night, following two high-profile police-related deaths of unarmed black men Where grand juries turned up no indictment in either case Breaking news, violent protests, street battles breaking out of Baltimore After the funeral for Freddie Gray, rioters melting police
What? Have you been sniffing liniment? No, Coach. Really, I'm good. Urkel, you're not going in. Coach, if you forfeit the game, they might fire you. Urkel, you're going in. That's uh, sorry, I, I, I messed up the skip because if you listen to the album, it goes into each other. We're talking to Varsity P. That's breaking news. Uh, and before that, we heard Poor Black Boy. And before that, Dark Side Drug Dealers. For Varsity P, can you tell us anything about these uh, songs we just heard? Oh, man. Uh, tell the people. It's a, it's a great, great timeline that just really encapsulates an emotional experience. Uh, the album really just hits heavy. And those first five songs really just focus on painting the narrative of the hardships and the challenges that you go through being one poor, one black, and then another being a boy. And I always say that there's a three different layers because if you're a boy, a man, you know, you aren't given the opportunity to have emotion, to express emotion, to show weakness, to show hurt. Right. So it's hard for you to even address how you feel. You have to kind of just man up through it. You know, when you're black, we talk about the hardships that you experience based on, you know, the historical understanding of coming over here as slaves and everything that we've had to deal with from slavery, Jim Crow laws, you know, you know, the war on drugs and, you know, anything that had to deal with the plight of being a black person. And then when you're poor, it's just, you know, dealing with poverty. You know, I always say, how do you expect people to be peaceful in poverty? If they don't have anything, you just want them to sit down with their hands folded yep. You know, so it's three layers of the experience of my life and the life of so many people that connect, you know, to being a poor black boy, so to speak, that those first five songs give you, you know. Do you think uh, there's as a black person, there's extra pressure to like kind of like, quote unquote, be a man, like to be more manly, you know. You feel that? And is yeah, it hard to I mean, shake that like it, in your adult life, even though you're aware of it? Yeah, you know, you know, I was listening to a podcast not too long ago, and they said, you know, in a, in a black community, since there aren't that many resources, one of the things that we attach ourselves to is respect. So respect becomes a commodity that is traded, and so many people lose their lives over something called respect. Somebody steps on your shoe and they don't say sorry. Oh, you disrespected me, yeah. so now I have to hurt you and then risk my life or go to jail yeah. because of respect. Not anything real. Not anything that is something you could actually do in real life Tangible. because you can have all the respect on the block, but then you go to work and got to take orders from a rude boss. What right. the fuck happened to that same respect that yeah. you're willing to kill somebody over? Yeah. You feel me well, what I mean? So True. It's, True it's, 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 it's an invisible... You know, visible concept. So I are, definitely. Are think you that. more aware of that too? Like later in, of course. I'm this not saying is, later in your life, like, but as you get older, like I feel, and I'm not a black guy, but I'm on the subway. No, you're like, not. No, I'm not. No, no respect isn't some, based like, on, you, on you know. Race. I'm like, I don't want to get in a fight on the subway at this stage. Like I made it this far. What if the guy? What if I fall and hit my head? Like you could die. In a no, fight. no, no. What I mean, what I mean by that, in a, in, in what my if you go community, up against somebody who has nothing to lose. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, no. What exactly. I mean is that in my community, being a fact that it is a, a commodity, it is something that people exchange and trade, and it's right. something you don't want to let go. Yeah. Now, if you're somebody, I may be from a different community. Somebody bumps on you. Mm -hmm. You're not about to have a stare down contest because they disrespected you. It's, it's. I have no problem. You're gonna let it go. But in my community, if you lose your respect, then you have lost your rights to be able to stand on a block or to be able to be in a certain space. So it's literally something that people try to take from it's you. a lot of pressure. You know, it's a rap right like now. When people take your chain, they don't really want to take your jewelry. They want to take, take you and disarm your yep. respect, right. you know, which is some shit that got people in jail for life. 
It's a waste you, of time. You could, you, you could stand on, on your corner with respect now as a man, no matter what. You did it your way. You had a code, and you never, you know, you think. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, on the uh, block uh, all the time, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's because it's There's still people that you it's grew up with to live peace. there? Of course. You know, I mean, I think that I'm where I'm at. They make I'm fun of you for having it. a pool in Staten Island there? Nah, they pop out. <laughs> they pop out. Nah, they pop out. Can I come by? I want to. Of swear. course. I mean, they probably just mad that it's. How much is the Barons on a bridge now? It's like a hundred bucks to go. <laughs> I think that shit. dollars. Wait, is it? I forget. Like is it going to Staten Island is free, but coming back? Oh yeah, no, no, around? going over is free. Coming yeah. over, coming back to the city. That's the, that's the right. Jersey joke. Yeah. 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 It is because right. it's not Staten Island people. It's people that live in other places that take the Barons. They hope that you go, but you don't come back. Can I go over and then take like the Bayonne Bridge back or something like that? No, that's Put you uh, way on the other side. <laughs> it's still Jersey you got to like pay. That. You got to pay the Bayonne Bridge toll. I'm thinking a ferry. I'm the, thinking I'm yeah, stowing away on the ferry. Man, ain't nothing wrong with that ferry. Fuck that bridge shit. That's yeah. the best way to see Statue of Liberty. At the some point, I think that we're late within having a ferry that goes maybe from Bay Ridge somewhere right across the Staten Island. I feel like that should have been happened because you yeah. know they got the New York City ferries that goes right. from right. Pier 11. You go to Brooklyn Navy Yard, Dumbo, Astoria, Queens. I was just looking yeah. at the map could, at Long Island City because they have ferries there. You can, you can there. do that. The ferries. I, you can ferry the ferry. You can, you can take, take a ferry, a ferry from Astoria. Yeah, to Soundview. Yeah. And all of to that. Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. It used to make it all the way out here to World's Fair Marina too, but they stopped doing it. Yeah. I don't know. There's a, when I saw the map the uh, a couple Museum, weeks ago, I love, I love it over there. Me too. The World's Fair, right? Yeah. You know, I work with youth, so I've been over there with the big Queens dorm, Museum and I take of kids Art. over there a lot. Mm. Yeah. They got a great Tiffany room. Tiffany Are you still works. working with the, the youth? Of course. Yeah. Of you, course. What, heavy, it, heavy, heavy. Yeah. What capacity? You want to plug anything that people can people donate to that? Can people uh, volunteer? You want to plug your charity <laughs> you can, work? You can donate to the, the 588 initiative. So, so, so we never really got into it. The 588 initiative in what I am doing is selling my USB vials because I have a commitment of trying to affect 588 lives. You know, based on being from 588, so the monies that I receive outside of what I need to pay for production and and putting myself on as an artist, there's you know components of that that go back to trying to affect different lives, whether it's giving out basketballs, giving out turkeys, you know, and doing right. things in the community, coat drives, you know, you know what they say, a brown bag giveaways with food and stuff like that. So it's an ongoing thing that is like I kind of call it my dedication to the world. Yeah, you know, I always strive to on a yearly basis try to affect 588 lives. Well, it's got to be hard so, um, if you're you know you're putting up the money for all the, your music yeah. yourself to 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 give back and, and it's very admirable that you're doing that with a limited. You know, I'm not saying you're not successful. I'm just saying you don't have the money like a yeah, yeah. of a you know. You know Jay-Z. But if you start, my Giant thing is if you start that now, you know, what what will occur when I get into those positions? Right. You know, mm-hmm. you just expand yeah. the impact, you know, you just push it even further. And I get commend, commended a lot because people are like, bro, you ain't have to wait till you became such and such to give back. You really be on the ground now. Right. You know, so. You got to start it. I'm picturing as soon as you, you know, get assigned to, to Rockefeller, you'll have like a top hat and a monocle. And you'll be living on oh, man. the penthouse I, of a- I'm a, I'm a, I'm a live, and you know I call it luxury. You know I call it black luxury. I'm a, I'm a still succeed and and achieve some of the highest things that I desire in life. But I'm never gonna forget about my folks where I come from and all people. I mean, it's just ain't a black thing. This is a poverty thing. This is against yeah. those who are it's against a class us. Thing. And, yeah. It's a money thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, there's billionaires. Can you, can you buy the, the New York Knicks? Pretty- you say what now? When that happens, can you buy the Knicks? Yeah, we got to get Dolan ass out of here, yeah. man. Let's go. All right, I say this. We get Dolan out of office. What are you I am do a Knicks with the fan. Knicks when you take over? I'm a Knicks fan. We get Dolan out of office. I'm going to change the oh, colors. He's the That's worst. I don't know if you heard his band. They're great. <laughs> we get JD and the Straight Show. Fantastic. Dolan out of here. 
as soon as that occurs. Man, he, that's the thing about Odin Nagarn. You don't care who, as long as the seats are filled, who gives a shit if we win or lose? I'm going to put the players on a no-party list. Yeah. You can't do because that's the conflict of playing in New York. Yeah. Whether you win, lose, or draw, the garden is still going to be filled. Mm-hmm. You still could go to all the nightclubs and have access suits. to the lifestyle. Yeah. So it's not like you're in Oklahoma where if your team ain't shit, the girls ain't going to talk to you. It's like right. you ain't shit. You're a bum-ass team. Yeah. But in New York, it's different. Like you don't even have to win. You live and you're on still the upper successful. east side. Yeah, you're still yeah, no. good. You're, so still you're like good. you're some you're some jerk off stockbroker, yeah. and you yeah. and it's all corporate tickets, and you yeah. go there. Hey, let's go to a Knicks game. It's right. the thing to do in New York, and they, they don't pay attention to the go game. To shoot around. Half the saloon. people in there don't care about the game. Y'all know oh. none of the players. They don't yeah. know nothing. Anyway, we're I here to say game, fuck James Dolan. Yeah, Dolan got to go. Alan Houston, Dolan's got to go. He's got to go. Listen, tell me about your trip to Sundance. That was uh, interesting. Me? Yeah. No, I, I, Not you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that all about? You I just called gotta, from Bushwick to Sundance, no. right? Anytime, anytime I do that, I got to shout out to Alex Boyce and my man, Brad Turner. So basically, I was blessed with an opportunity of getting a song placement in a Nick Jonas movie. Uh, the movie got nominated and it went out to Sundance. And uh, What's the name of the movie? It's called Goat. I worked on that. You did? Yeah, that's amazing. Ryan does wow. a sound on He's movies. a Foley artist. That's <laughs> fine. That ass? Are you joking? Because he's no, going to give me mad hype. No, no. I tell you, it's better for It's a fraternity of, uh, life that yes. he goes into. He's wow. So, you know, Andrew Neal and all that guy. Yeah. Your mind he makes the, the footsteps. I, 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 I don't know anybody. I just, okay, but you did the sound? They just sent it to me, yeah. Oh, that's fucking. You see, I'm supposed to be here. Ryan, show him your Emmy, Ryan. Show him your Emmy. When like a glass breaks or something, that's Ryan throwing a glass against the wall. That. So that was my biggest look at the time. So, you know, it kind of created this revelation in my head where I was like, damn, I'm from Bushwick when I'm about to go to Sundance. So then I made a song called Terry's Son from Bushwick to Sundance. And uh, when I released it in 2016, I only released the first half of it. And I dropped it when I was in Park City. And I had everybody going wild. And I was like, yo, you're kicking that real shit. Because it was a little different than what I had there before, which was just typical New York rap shit. This right. was me really tapping into my story. And people got excited. And my album was coming since 2016. And it came out 2019. But that song was the first part of you know me being able to sit high enough on a mountain to see how far I come. So it was like giving praise to my mom because she gave me the belief in myself and then having that opportunity to go to Sundance. So even on the artwork, it's me, you know, with those tubs that they give you to put your clothes and stuff in. So I took a picture of my tub with my phone and my boots on. I read Brooklyn, New York, so I had the Timberlands. I was like, yeah, well, that's why you're hearing a song, you know, I'm Timberland and my Timberland boots are Sundance. So... It was a whole concept, man. And, was that like the first time you really just traveled or you've been... Nah, I've been able to move around a little bit, but that's the first time I've been able to succeed and be successful within an opportunity to be right. like, did I'm you... not going for an opportunity. I'm celebrating an opportunity that I've been blessed with. You, did, your mom uh, got an opportunity to hear your uh, art, to hear your music? Nah, man, my mom yeah. passed away 15 years ago, so you know she was never able to kind of understand, mm-hmm. not understand, but specifically see me become who I am. But, so but she lives have... within me, so... I believe that she would be proud. I Do you have a supporter, would. like a, a any friends in the neighborhood who like support you the whole time and stuck with you, or it's just like you're uh, kind of on your own the entire time? Oh uh, nah, I got some day one. Shout out the SQ. Yeah. Shout out the Marcus <laughs> Boatwright. Uh, man, shout out the pre GOD. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've got pre, some. Yeah, shout I, out the I Privilege Wayne Perry. You know, like my friend Wayne Perry. He's on Corner Chronicles. You know, shout out to Barry Antoine who's singing at the end of of Dad. You know, he wrote that the the ambulance with me when I punched the window in college. So. You know, I, I'm a good guy. You know, I would hope I am. But, you know, I kind of think that I am. If you keep certain people around you for a certain amount of time, 
you know, so you're able to hold on to friends. That's a sign that you're a good dude. Well, you know, DMC talked about how he started out as a kid and he met, uh, met Run, obviously, and then mm-hmm. just it was a playing basketball story that actually put yeah. them together in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, so when did you start, like, seriously thinking about writing and, and, and rhyming? And No, that was something that happened in college. I grew up playing basketball, you know. My first rap battle, I probably was like 11, and I stole lyrics from a class act with Kid and Play. And I just was fronting it, uh, and then they watched the movie, and it was like, "Oh, you stole that shit from Kid and Play, bro!" Yeah. And it was over. Like I never rap. What's funny? Know, a the lot funny, of people don't know this. Mario had the Kid and Play haircut uh, back. Oh in the day. wow! You gotta get out of here before that boy turns eight. Yeah, it makes sense. Mario's always been hip. You know, I can see him with the acid wash. You know what I mean, <laughs> with, a, with, with a little color. You know, the pastel. You know, I never bit. wore what they wore. I wore they wore dungarees. I wore corduroy. Come on, it's hard to. Uh, <laughs> you know how how you've persevered and been so strong without like a true like support system of a family. I just think. think yeah, I, I don't know. I just it's just something inside you. That yeah, uh, I don't. You always know have why. to keep going. You wake up early, got to work all the time, and you could sleep. Yeah, in, watch uh, a movie. <laughs> relax. I don't. I don't know where it comes from. You know. I mean, okay. Let me say this. I did know my dad to be. My dad's Muslim, so he was an incense in all you got. He so instance noise on the tables mm-hmm. you know worked his way up to having a nice table so on the weekends i would go out with my dad and he would shop you know like sell his merchandise give me a little twenty dollars thirty dollars whatever and i'll go back home so i always kind of seen a hustle there if i could put it anywhere you know i would think that it might be there right. you know but being able to see that at different doses in my life I, I i never really had an issue with him not being there because I played ball, so I kind of had some male figures in my life, whether it was certain coaches right. in the neighborhood, did you think you coaches could, on my team. Did you get college interest in uh, playing ball? Yeah, I went to college. I played ball at Buff State. Yeah? Yeah, I did my thing, and I punched the damn window, you know, going through oh, a bad relationship and certain things that was happening in my household that I wasn't ready to man, I mean, manage. And then I started drinking alcohol in high school, in college, and I got real angry. And a lot of those things that I never knew yeah. were there. Who, they came who doesn't out. drink alcohol well, in college? Did you, did you become an alcoholic? You believe? Nah, no. I, that's why I named my album "House Down" from the liquor store. Because right. imagine all the things that I went through when I have to access to a liquor store right there. Right. My grandfather's yeah, yeah. an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I, I lost my my dream at the time prior to music to 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 drinking alcohol and being enraged and not having control over myself. Did but, you get insulted when your dad would leave twenty or thirty dollars there, like a or? You know, you're you're a kid. Nah, I, would you be like, "Oh, good, this is twenty, thirty dollars nah, we can I'm use," or you're you like, know "You know, this guy is, is scamming us because nah, because he my thinks dad, throwing a couple bucks he, on the table is being a day." It was like career day, you know, like you go see yeah. your pops work. My, my, we was there, had to carry his crates with the oils and shit like that. It's me and my older brother, and he would divide it, give me twenty, give him twenty, and sometimes give me forty, give him forty. I really just needed about forty, fifty dollars to add to my money. I had to get a pair of sneakers anyway, so so I like I, I never talked down about my dad. But my dad never seen me play basketball in high school. So I, I let him know, you Not were once. around, but you weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know, like you. So I'm never going to say that you were a deadbeat dad because anytime I called you, you were there for me. But I'm not going to say you were around because you weren't. Yeah. Like, you ain't never seen me oh. ball. You ain't never, you know, but we're good now. We're yeah, cool. That's my cool. guy. That's good. But I can't say I needed it. I didn't need it because I had coaches. I played ball. I had men around me. You know, I had friends. I had a unit of peers that I could understand. And I had the hustlers and. You know, so I never really felt like I had the void. Do you, you think know, you there. could beat uh, me, Ryan, and Mario in basketball? Of if, course. At, I'm out. You're the only I'm guy. I'm I still play ball. I play yeah. ball every Sunday. Run yeah. service. I'll be how wild. Come I, how come I wasn't even considered? <laughs> well, Pat. Uh, you can substitute. <laughs> we talked about it before the show. You suck at basketball. <laughs> what? Oh, my Pat God. Pat like you got a jump shot, too. <laughs> 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 yeah, it out. Yeah, it out. 
it up. Kristoff's from the half court. it up. Yeah, I played basketball uh, for like five minutes a okay. couple of weeks ago. I couldn't have been more wind that I go, man. I was about to say, you got to get your air up. I'm, you got to get your lungs oh, up coming out there with me. Uh, I'm sucking wind out there, buddy. I'm sucking wind. <laughs> I can't I can't breathe. <laughs> it's a good workout, man. My kids, Mario's kids are running circles around me. I'm trying to block. I mean, it's pathetic. Yeah. Sometimes I you got to get back good. to the things you I love. I started throwing man. Oakley elbows in oh, those wow. kids' faces. That's crazy. <laughs> I like roller skating. Nah, you got me there. I ain't doing <laughs> that falling on my ass. Round and round. <laughs> you got that. Marvin would have picked the hardest, the most furthest away shit right. they got to deal with, That's like Mario's balance and shit lady. like that. <laughs> roller skating. Like, hey, what do you think of roller skating? <laughs> Just made me like think it. about like the 80s breakdance crews that had the roller That's skate right. on the blades come right. around, pop out. Like what are B-Boys on wheels? Facts. Yeah, upside a guy, back a guy in my neighborhood every, every single like, as soon as the weather broke every spring uh-huh. he'd be out on Queens Boulevard doing his oh, roll yeah. at disco like right. it yeah, but gotta like, have the radio to this oh the radio with them two and be dancing yeah, the whole with thing the finny pack the, around oh, those little, guys are little good. dolphin shorts the whole <laughs> nine and he'd be out in the middle of Queens with Boulevard doing band. his thing and I haven't seen him in three years so uh, I, went, I went roller skating a couple months ago in Long Island skate land we went to skate yeah and it's cool because it's mostly black people there, and those guys and everybody every black person can roller skate like a motherfucker and they have the radios and no, there's like no helmets. It was great. No wrist guards, I no helmets. People getting night. hurt left and right. It was yeah. beautiful. Some they flavor. got a bar pit stop. My wife broke her arm. She still oh, loved man. it. <laughs> she didn't want to leave. That She's like, oh, I broke my arm. Can yeah. you help me? I'm like, I'll no stop. rules. I'm right back out. Skateland USA. Rink. If it's still open, you got to check it out. That is like a, a scene from 20, 30 years ago. That's fire. Yeah. With yeah. the disco lights and all that. Yeah. Everything. Fire. I love it. Everything. Jamila, take up skating. What other sports? <laughs> what other sports did you play? Nothing. I it's mean, just football was cool, but I ain't feel like nobody hitting me, man. I was, I was like <laughs> a handsome. I, I try yeah. to be like a fly boy, so ain't, don't hit me. I'm not yeah. trying to fall. You're a pretty man. You're a pretty down. man. That shit was always too much in, 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 intact for me. He's too I mean. vain. He can't fall on his face and ruin that. You can't mess with all that. You no, think he's a handsome guy, don't you? And then I you guess just controlling, you know? <laughs> Basketball was just a controlling thing. So, so that was cool. And we're talking to Varsity P. His yeah, new album yeah. is called House Down from the Liquor Store. Facts. Available everywhere. But also, everywhere. if you go to... Um, <clears throat> My website. Uh, TalentOverHype.com. That would help him out a little better if you're bored, unless you yeah, just like listen on Spotify like a jerk. Yeah, but you're going to get more for your dollar. Buy a hard copy like I did today. Yeah. I, I emailed him last night. Vial. I'm like, hey, can, I, can the, I get the MP3s? He goes, yeah, you can get them here with a download code. I got the message. I bought it. I mean, because I really didn't have... Bucks. It was like, do I just have a, a regular download code for this? this no, I was like, should I text him back? I'm like, I don't know. No, because no, I, I had the download, the scene. and I couldn't. I, I couldn't gave, a- yeah, because I gave them the free download yeah, link because they gave a play. I couldn't He's, access you couldn't it. Even find he it. doesn't understand. He's on an yeah. Atari 2600. And believe me, if there was the option, he stole it. Yeah. Listen, I put it on my su- memory stick. What listen, do I know? Support the art and buy the album. It's 10 bucks. Stop yeah. being a yeah. jerk. The amount of shit that people do for $10 is, and you can't buy music to me, that's why I was just like, nah. Do you think beer in the bar is 7 we're in, Pat and I are I in the, bands. I it's tough. Here, you man. can't sell music yeah. now because people listen to it for free. They listen Seal to thirty seconds deal. of it on YouTube yeah, or something. It's, it's weird, is, is there a weird thing like if you put all your music on YouTube? Like I saw before. It is. Like, do you think that it's got to take away no, from the thing? A, but you can't not do it. No, you got to do what you got to do, but you just got to train your audience to be able to buy your stuff because right. I'm not getting a billion streams, so I'm not going to get no money. Like 
You need like you need Drake views. I didn't look at the to views. get that money. Oh, yeah. Independent oh, no, and artists they need hard the sales. Or yeah, they doing too. a lot of shit. Yeah. As an indie artist, buy Val, buy the album off my website for ten bucks. That shit goes way further right. than me getting three cents when I mm-hmm. check my tune call account or some is shit like that. Fucking excuse my language, terrible to artists. They'll take all their revenue from ads and they give you nothing. Yeah. Screw YouTube. But I don't really care about YouTube like that. I don't think anybody does. I think that, you know, people don't want to leave social media platforms now, so YouTube isn't really thriving like it used to. Right, but you, you know? don't think that if someone wants to see, like, oh, what's this guy about? Like, Yeah, I mean, you, you do type that. it That's in, a YouTube video comes yeah. up and you hit yep. the thing. That's cool, but you can't, you can't think that you're going to get paid for that. You just look at that as a billboard promo. Right, you know, right. So, so, get your word, yeah. get your name but out. You, get but your this word. is the old, the you know, the this old trope of, oh, it's good for exposure. And meanwhile, yeah, that's that bullshit. Yeah, people listen to ten thousand of your songs for free, and this exposure, you know, it's my a ass. system. At some Buy point, the there'll be something different. Yeah. You know, the moment Instagram monetizes ads on on Instagram videos, mm-hmm. ain't nobody leaving Instagram. Music right. videos will be debuted, and people will just be on Instagram. Do you ever think about making a, a vinyl record? Of course. I mean, for my album, at some point, I want to have cassettes and vinyl for it, for sure. Mixtapes, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to have that version of it. Tapes before vinyl? Uh, I would do it together. You know, the cassette tape, you know, with the vinyl, I I believe I have a classic, so I want to make sure that it goes down that way. The album is a classic, and it should be on wax. Oh, man, thank you. Thank you. I I compare it to, like, uh, Tommy, you know, the Who. It's like a rap opera, you know. it's Well, it's a real story. Like, every rap album is kind of a story, but this is, like, a story, story, story. And then then a lot of the spoken word reminds me of uh, early Patti Smith. And it's like, uh, you know, I'm putting it into... Explain that, (laughs) Just the the poetry in it, a, the yeah. poetry, the lyricism, and 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 the mix between talk and music, and and it's all. I really, I really can't say enough about it. You know, I worked hard to make sure that it was a, a, a seamless story from top to bottom. You know, I continue to go back in and get skits. You know, I chopped up all of that stuff. You know, the kids talking up from a nonprofit group in my neighborhood could make the road. So I didn't in- instruct them to do those. You know, this is literally what they were saying uh, on breaking news, all those little clips. I'm, I'm chopping all those things up, you know, mm-hmm. spending hours upon hours on my computer, finding what are the best ways to not rely on skits to tell the message, but to be a seamless it's piece to add yeah. to just kind of allow a, you to walk through it. It's it, When I was listening so, to it, it's, it's kind of like reading a book. Yeah, I wanted to be you know an emotional picture where you could close your eyes and visualize everything i think that's the beauty of storytelling was there a, a, a song that you, you said you cut a lot out was there things in the timeline you're like oh man like that that were key but you just cut them out because they well didn't I'm, fit well i i it was 27 songs so uh i had to separate the two because i literally was going to drop a double album and right before my brother passed i'm mean, not passed sorry got locked up uh I was like, yo, he was like, nah, bro, not don't drop no damn double album, just divide them. So I had to right. separate the Bushwick story, which is what I put out first, and then the Bushwick to, to the Billboard story is the story that comes after, because this story doesn't talk about rap and being an artist at all, but the next one will. But then so, you have to think about, like, if you, if you put them together, it'll probably be a little cheaper. Than, no, than when I, no, but that, that's a grand scale. So when I put out the next album, which is the Bushwick to the Billboard story, it's going to come out as a double next year. So where does so it, I'm already that's, thought out. That's next year, you think? Yeah, uh, April. April 2020 is when the deluxe of House Down from the Liquor Store comes out with Bushwick to the Billboards. The first song on that one is called Django because if 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 this song is the struggle, 
and it's about going through the hardships. The next one is about freeing yourself from that. And, nice. you know, the movie of Django was kind of like a slave to freedom self. Are you afraid so. that eventually you're so prolific that you'll catch up to your own story and you'll be, just be rapping in real time? <laughs> no, that's the goal. Like, like, I literally said I can't make my album now until I live life. So I'm living life right now, right. and I'm writing it as I'm living it. What is the you ultimate know? goal for you? Where, where is your life going? Oh, man, I want to deal with Rock Nation. Truthfully, I want to be able to utilize the platform and what a Jay-Z's you know, affiliation can do with what I want to do for myself Jimmy as a brand and artist. I did twice. Yeah. Funny stories. I did. I did way, way early in my career. Uh, one one early in my career, one when I was a, when I was a little kid because my dad's so instanced and all used on Flushing and Broadway. And I used to go to Tom Dick and Harry's and I remember him being there one time. Uh, but never as like Varsity P, what's right, up? Right, right. you, you know, which is the goal now. Nah, nah. The goal now, I went to Rock Nation with 15 USB crack vows, though. And it was like, <laughs> yo, what up? I, I left them with somebody there. I don't know if they ever made it off their desk, but, oh, but you know. Listen, I when you it. get something like that, that's, that's yeah. you know, it's not it's a, a part of the timeline. It, that's that's a yeah. original thing. You get that crack vow. I'm listening yeah. to that. I, I'm yeah. looking at this, and I think you've got to put a couple of salt crystals in here. Make it even no, <laughs> because what happened was what a lot of get pulled over no, 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 home no. a lot of people. When I did that, there was like you got to put something in it. I was like, that's gonna put me on a hustler side. Mm. That's yeah, gonna yeah. change the whole narrative of what right. I want you because this is really a time capsule. Mm. This is containing a story. Yeah. But yeah. the moment I put. You know, paraphernalia in there, you then I become a part of the hustle. You don't want to glorify it. But it's more about finding the empty ones when you're a kid. Yeah, like because we found the empty ones. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> gotta wear it, shoes. Yeah. So that's the goal why it's empty. And I gotta ask, do you find your music highly addictive? Yeah. I mean, it's crack music. I would think that anybody that's heard my album really values and believes in it. Sounds great, man. What's funny is that the Sounds next cool. part of the album, when I put it out, it's going to be Green Tops because it goes into me being an artist and working in the community and going green. So it's going to go from Red Top to Green Top. So when I put the next one out. Mr. Eco yeah, Swag. It's, yeah, it, all it's, it's all of that. So it's just, yeah, I'm thought out maybe the next three to five years. Like, <laughs> you have like a basement with a giant, like, you know. Like, yeah, like a mastermind with everything. Fire <laughs> race balls all over the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Exacto Marcus like the, like fucking going crazy. Tacks, yeah. fucking twine. <laughs> like that movie Memento. I tattoo it on my fucking body. Like everything. So I don't forget it. <laughs> I, I like your album Memento. The whole record's back. <laughs> gotta relive the whole shit again. <laughs> yeah. We're talking to Varsity P. Great yeah. guy, man. I appreciate you doing this. What else are we going to do? Well, why don't we... Uh... People are yelling in the chat box to play crap, not crap. I don't know about that. And they're also saying that uh, Varsity P is a very inspiring guy. And, oh, man. God bless. Thanks so much. Is, uh, the audience. Blowing up. Like it was... Like you said which one? The chat box that we Oh, it's right. going yeah. off. Yeah. Shout out to everybody in the chat he's box. What up, Varsity P? Let's rap me and you, Varsity P. Come on, let's battle. He's about to do some shit. Let's not do that. He's great. Here's... Bushwick, Brooklyn is where I was born. Stop it. Chad Chooch in the chat box saying, this man is inspiring. Oh, God bless. Thank you, man. We here. So we appreciate it. He is inspiring. you got a plan and a code of ethics. And I appreciate it. I mean, I would think we all decent people in here, right? Isn't that what, can I, what can it's I, supposed yeah. to be? Yeah. Can, yeah, just work I hard. would like to go home with you guys if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't do that. Hang out in the pool. I, no, I just want to start over, not in a sexual way. Just I to, mean, we ain't saying that either. We don't, we don't get into that. Well, listen, say over here, baby. We do have crap, not crap, but I don't know. You want to play crap, not crap? I'll give you a band and you tell, tell me whether they're crap or not crap. I'm with it. Let's go. All right, uh, Metallica. <laughs> Fire, not not crap. Um, uh, Deep Purple. 
You could pass it. Crap, because I don't know who they are. Right. The, ro- <laughs> the Rolling Stones. Not crap. I just uh, said he sucks on that. Wow, he's good. See? Jethro Tull? Crap. That's my favorite band. Take that, Mario. Take that, Mario. How about uh, Fish? <laughs> fish, crap. <laughs> Look how old this piece of paper is. Uh, Frank Zappa? <laughs> I'm going to say not crap because I like the last one. Dust Effects. Not crap. <laughs> uh, listen, let me ask you. She, she not in. crap before you. Boom, skiddly, boom, skiddly. Yes. Dust Effects. Sugar Dossi Hill Dossi Gang put this, or Grandmaster Flash? Put that record out. and Grandmaster Flash. It was just like old nursery sure. rhymes. It was beautiful. Sugar Hill Gang, they said it was fake. They had people writing their uh, shit. Grandmaster Flash. So you say Sugar Hill Gang, you crapping? I Who? mean, I ain't going to say that. They, they the, too. They the pioneers in hip-hop the regardless of the fact. They made us but all Grandmaster oh, Flash, that guy. Try yeah. Cold Quest. Not crap. You, you grew crazy? up in that era? I don't know. Try Listen, I, we've I, had I, people crap the Beatles. The Beatles. They've crapped the Beatles. <laughs> crap the Beatles. <laughs> Van Halen. Not crap. I like Van Halen. <laughs> or uh, Arrested Development. Not crap. Fire. Nice. I yeah. love them. Uh, KRS-One. Not crap. What? The bridge is over. You crazy. You know, I was good friends with Chris Parker. I was good friends with Chris Parker back in the day when we were at Pratt. He used to come down. Actually, him and Just Ice used to be in a homeless shelter on Myrtle Avenue. And that's how we met him. That's crazy. Right. You were also in the homeless shelter. No, I was not. I lived in a basement in Brooklyn. (laughs) Couldn't wrap your way out of it. No, he's just a Pratt. (laughs) Man. I told you. I saw saw a guy on the street listening. And he he goes, he was was singing out of here from Return of the Boom Bap. Out loud on the street during the day. I'm like, "Hey, return of the boom bap." He's like, "It's yeah, right. Fuck that new hip hop." I'm like, "Oh, I guess." <laughs> okay, you gotta go. <laughs> but when you, I was happy to connect with the man, he's very we excited. Have to go back it. in time. You're like, "Oh, <laughs> listen, I love return of the boom bap." Yeah, people can be aggressive about their music. I am too. Yeah. I'm very, very, because I feel like you could be like I'm raised in it, and I'm not like a fan of it in a certain way. Like some people turn it on, turn it off. No, I live it. Hip hop is everything to me. Do you have a TikTok account? I don't, but I just saw that they did an update, so I might get one. So I can put my music on it. Now. Yeah. I saw that. Mm. Yeah. TikTok. I'm trying to learn. That's how what to they. Get I went on that TikTok. I'll tell you what, Robin. <laughs> you know, I'm 44 years old. I don't belong on there. It's a lot It's like going a bunch on. of kids. Yeah. And they're busy TikTok. And I'm like, you know, I feel like kind of a creep. I'm going to delete the app. It's, I love it because it's innovative, <laughs> because it's teaching these kids how to, like, at and cut right. it videos and well, you listen, know they're controlling they shit. I like that. Um, you know, Old Town Road is didn't that yeah, do the, the TikTok that. thing? Yeah. There's songs that you would never hear before on the radio. That it's another yeah. medium. Yeah, I, I that? like that. Yeah, it you gotta speak it to the mic, Jimmy. Like, come on, you're part of this. Come on, it's yeah. t- enough time has passed. There's a pair of headphones there too. If you like, all right, crap, my crap. Uh, this is the big one, Steely Dan. Crap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just crap, not crap. Right. Hey. 50 cent. Not crap. Hell no. Ja Rule. See what I'm doing? See what I'm doing? Not crap. I fuck with Ja too. Yeah? Dead press. Listen, how come all these guys from Queens, we can't all get together? Why are we going to fight? Dead press, not crap. Bone thugs and harm. Not crap. That's bone. Bone, 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 bone. Bone, Tell me what. What's your favorite rap album of all time? The Beastie Boys. Not crap. I love the go. Beastie they Boys. They love the Beastie Boys. Craig Mack. Fucking out. Crap. <laughs> Come on, that one record, though. I mean, Flavor Years Fire. I like Project. Uh, I'm kicking new. My favorite rap album of all time 
I'ma probably say Snoop Dogg Doggy Style. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's just the skits. Like you allow Lady of Rage to open the album. Like, come on, who does the debut album? You let somebody else open the whole shit. Right. Like that album was yeah, skits everything. You put Chronic in the top ten? I would say possibly. I would have to list it because after that, I, so the chronic my, came out before the Snoop. I know, shit, right? and I like, and but Snoop I think is on it. you're like, no, no, no but I think I think the chronic is what occurred, and then they got it right with Snoop's album. Mm. I think they expanded it right. a bit more and kind of added a like little the, more joy. The refined. Right? Yeah. I love that Snoop yeah. Dogg mm-hmm. is like exactly yeah. the same as he was 20 years yeah, ago. I love Snoop. I literally Snoop just was did a basketball a halftime. And everyone's pissed off. He's like, "You hired Snoop Dogg. What the fuck do you think is gonna happen? I got strippers, money guns. I'm fucking Snoop Dogg. Fuck you." Snoop Dogg is as big as like Rambo in the world. I saw him doing halftime at a hockey game. I didn't know there was a halftime yeah. at a hockey game. Well, Snoop's hustling, man. Snoop Dogg is like Michael Jackson pop well, star. It's like. amazing. It's like Ice T and these guys, they and Dre, they were like the enemy of the state uh-huh. when they were releasing their stuff, and now they're like. Multi-million dollar entertainment moguls. Yeah, yeah but listen, I... I big three. You can't, you can't movies. deny someone... A, listen, you, get, you can't well, deny someone a, a gig. Yeah, I mean, Ice-T has a song called Copula. He's a cop. On t- yeah. <laughs> exactly. Talent is talent, man. Hustle. Yeah, yeah. Hustle. I don't give a yeah. fuck. You never know what's going to happen. The white man come down and well, he's tomorrow. Said, people up in arms about all this crap. If you just look at it in the future, you would see... What happens? It's not the end of the world, like we were saying. It's not the end of the world. Ice Cube's it... fucked the police, and then he's on a rowboat in in a movie. Now he plays the, the cops and ride along. I like, do, I mean, listen, man, do what I you got to do. Ice Cube party. What you got to do? Yeah, it's, it is what it is, man. It's what like about, people uh, live their life. What's the best Ice Cube album, and why is it death certificate? Uh, ice Cube? <laughs> I mean, what's that? Uh, the, um, what is that? God damn, it's uh, a uh, brand America's new... Most Wanted. Ooh, that, yeah, that's yeah. before. Yeah, that's... that's that's the one I would say. I don't know anything. You're right. Prior or or after. All right. What else? Because that's the one he he did with uh with Chuck Dino. He killed that. We one. had Professor Griff on the show. I don't know if you know. That. Yeah. yeah, I'm aware of him. You can't say I know the whole. I don't know. His I rapped with him too. Oh, oh my come God. on. Did Far that TV? happen for real? Yeah, we did. Oh. <laughs> Is Mario a rapper on the load? He put like a whole album out. He got mad. No, we were the Squeeze Gang. Mario okay. tried. I had a band in 1980 with three other guys oh, called the Squeeze Gang. Yeah, the old white guys from Middle Village. They tried to get in on the ground floor. Go by the oh, name shit. of the Squeeze Gang. We'll show you how we dust. do our thing. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> no, that's Why do you think Mario I latched onto you when I... Mario got hip-hop in his blood. Why do you think I latched onto you when I saw you at EcoFest? Because, first of all, I was teaching... Yeah. Ego Fest, I think you were at. No, Ego Fest. Uh, ego like, Fest. Not Ego uh-huh. Fest. <laughs> Mario, hip hop in his blood, you yeah, He does. I, he just can't get it out of his mouth. But Jethro Tull was out. my favorite band, so figure that out when I was growing up. Nah, that's Homies, though. About it. <laughs> how was hip hop to y'all? You know, I always wanted, like, you know, to the older, older G's. Yeah. How was hip hop? Because to me, I caught it later, but you guys are a part of when it was happening. Right. When, when I'm you saw graffiti on all, train man. stations and shit like that. That's yeah. fire. You know, I'm 44. The albums I had. With like a UTFO, Run the MC, and then I get into the Beastie Boys. Well, yeah, outside of like Quest. the scenes, did y'all like experience in real time, like being out, was, being at the I parties? I was in the scene. I was back in the scene because I used to go down to not the so much with the live concerts and Paradise Garage. Because I was, oh, I'm older than everybody here. I was really like 17, 18. I'm. It was seventy, well, seventy eight, seventy nine. So I'm. At that point, well, 78, 79, you're like in the Treacherous Three uh, era, right, right. Just so Ice. At that point, we were doing a lot of punk, mm-hmm. reggae, and rock. 
we were DJing. And then rap didn't exist. It wasn't a genre. So little by little, you know, you hear Sugar Hill Gang, you hear... You hear, uh, but you that know. downtown thing, punk, hardcore, and then, rap, and then all of a sudden, after Sugar Hang, when when you heard um, what we were talking about, Grandmaster Flash mm-hmm. and, and and Africa Bambada, that just blew you off because it you're listening to that's punk. Like studio you don't want era, right? rock music. That's like, look at my shirts, look at my chicks. Yeah. You want the streets. You want reality. Course, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what you, and that's what we got. And we heard it, and it was like we nice. we hooked on right on, right on to it. I mean, and it was always great. It was, and then and you was, started your own crap. Tell my students, um, anything is Awful. possible. Mm-hmm. Imagine a world where things don't exist. It's easy to explain about art when you talk to kids about music. Yeah. Because you say, think about when new art comes around. You're like, what, why is that art? Well, think about a time when there was no rap music. Yeah. And then kids made it up. Yeah. Kids on the corners started putting this together and coming out just like the, the guys did with doo-wop, just to, like it was done with jazz. <laughs> it was and it's always that, that next coming thing. out from rapping bands. Mostly wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Where is your TMC uh, rap? I my can't DMC find it. Interview? Oh, no. mm-hmm. That's too funny. Listen, why don't why don't we play another song and then and then okay. come back with the the Ryan game? You want to stick right. around for the game with us? Yeah, Ryan this is a, a quick game trivia game. We have yeah, about yeah. a half hour yeah. left. Camila, yeah. you got to play though. We're talking to Varsity P, and uh, yeah. we're glad that he's sticking around for Shout us. Shout out the chat really. box, Boss P here, Talent Over Hype on everything. Follow me, please. Talent Over Hype. Shout out to Live at the Barrage on Twitter and Ow. Instagram, and TalentOverHype.com. Buy the album there. It's talent yes. Over Hype. That's like you would consider that your you're slurring your speech because of the rice wine. I'm drinking the <laughs> rice wine. He said the hell of the production company. What do you what do you call that? Uh, it's gonna be a full production company at some point. Multimedia, right. everything. Uh, let's go to our hoop dreams, man. Let's, right. let's yeah. kick, kick the energy up. Hoop dreams. And then I want to hear basement bashers. That's one like I like the reggae. Yeah, and here's hoop dreams by Varsity P. Hey. Listen, tape that shit. Put your cassette on. Chat box, let me know what y'all think about this one, man. Here we go.
bed, to scope my ear, now five trying to bust head. Laid up when she said, get in the closet. Let me shoes by the bed, she was upset, busted. Ran quicker than them four sides. The jock crib took a quick twist to do or die. Hi, Miss Pope, Pippin, do you wanna ride? One more time, slide aside, side, nigga, I was on the rise. Back home, live 99. Signed up my phone line, she was mighty fine. Talking Ronnie Romance, got an enemy. I teach you how to be a player, see you later, Bill Bellamy. No ways, now we switching up the braids. From acting up in school, now we picking up the grades. Captain of the team, president of the student gov. A super thug word out is them who to love. Who they love, bitch, other than me. The most popular in school, and the prominent king, and the most prominent thing. And I promise to rain to every girl and see a classroom going out with a bang. Whew. They was taking the L. Zach Morris, you could tell I was sick with a bell. Uh, fresh prince with the best kicks. The best chick sex this, giving that quick. Uh, before Netflix chill, cutting on the sixth floor, trying to catch us to feel. My weapons never concealed. You bitches better reveal. The little John's kind of big, I'm a legend for real. Like, goddamn. Now I want to announce that I'll be entering the 2002 
NBA draft. Successful in life, 
yourself. You know the motto, rumble young man rumble. And when you reach to the top, humble young man humble. A king, birthed and raised in that wild Brooklyn jungle. Remember as a kid's father's sermon was the time you chose to sleep? How ironic those same words you chose to tweet. To these young kings and queens in hopes for better things. Bigger and brighter than your high school championship ring. That clenched around your finger and matched perfectly to the black color of your fist. Mama said there'd be days like this. As my brother turned corners in them dark New York streets, I was turning pages of them textbook sheets. Same goals but different point of views. They said I became weird. Listen, I'm not giving the entire weird. album out for free. Go buy that. All right. <laughs> Talent yeah. over hype. Talentoverhype dot com. By the great album. job, great right job. now. Go, stop listening to the show and go buy the record. Yeah, because it comes with a lot of extra stuff. Yeah, get yourself a crack you get, An go. immediate yeah. digital yeah. download of the entire album. Yeah. If That's you hit Command T, insert. you can open a new tab. You can purchase the record in the mm-hmm. tab and continue listening to the show. Facts. That's right. <laughs> well, you know the the future is now. We're talking to Varsity P. And it's the album insert when you get the download link. You know, I wanted to make it super classic. And since, you know, people aren't buying, like, hard copy albums anymore, I made sure when you download the album, it's the insert. It has the lyrics of every song, images. Like, it's a full, you know, full See, I like that. I like listening to the record and reading the lyrics. You can read the lyrics. You know, I grew up reading lyrics. So I wanted to make sure that was there for them. Facts. Varsity P, thank you so much for sticking around. I'm here with Mario, Varsity P, Ryan. Pat, and I'm sorry, I will never remember your name because I... I Jamila, I even know it. Really? You got the it The man right? who doesn't yeah, know anything Jamila, knows it. Th- thank you so much for joining us, you guys. Shit, appreciate it. Man. And every week, Ryan comes up with a trivia game for us. We don't know what it's going to be. What's in the game this week, Ryan? Yeah. I want to play another edition of... <laughs> Let's go while we're young. Okay, okay. Thanks for playing. Let me talk. Uh, God damn it. Never. Go ahead, Ryan. Do What's in the game? game? We're going to play a game called 20 Seconds. Let me briefly explain it. You'll have 20 seconds on the clock, and I'll give you a question, and you have to give me as many answers as you can in those 20 seconds. Mm. It sounds easy, but once the clock's going, pressure's on. Why? I'm, uh, am I not being clear? <laughs> no. Okay. A, I'm just trying to I am drinking. Balls. No, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is that my beer? from the- No, this is what I bought uh, up in Warwick over the I weekend. I bought one of those. So it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. We're so, doing a show, fellas. Oh, right. <laughs> That's it. I'm just saying don't steal my beer. So, John, we're going to start with you because you're the best at this game, mm. right? I don't know. Yeah, I'm the best at it. Except so I'm going to give you 20 seconds. Oh, Tommy's not here to keep time. Mario, do you got a timer on your uh... No, I keep score. Who's somebody All else right. can keep time. You keep time? Keep All right. Time. On a stopwatch, we're going to go to 20 seconds. Are we that into me, the 20 seconds exactly? Yeah, it's got to be 20. Now you always go over by like four. I'm drunk seconds. on the rice wine, <laughs> For the man. guest, I always go over That's by right. about 10 seconds. <laughs> Mario made us all rice wine cocktails. I got it from Varsity P. Sheets to the yeah, wind. That's the taste. <laughs> so what is it? What's the recipe? It's uh, a little bit of rice wine, a little ginger ale, and a little touch of vodka on top. You don't, do, uh, you don't do drugs or anything after everything has happened. Nah. You don't even smoke. Jamila, I'll keep time. It's okay. I don't know how to roll. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're my cinematographer. So. All right, John, yes. 20 seconds. Name as many musical instruments as you can to start with the letter C. Uh, uh, clarinet. Right. Uh, um, the cello. Right. Uh, 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 the Copenhagen's horn. <laughs> 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 Ten seconds left. Uh, uh, 
Five. Oh, I'm done. I got nothing. I got nothing. Is it Chalice? The coronet. Damn it. The coronet that double reeded. Son of a gun. Right. Some of the other ones you missed were the clavicle. Clavicle is a bone in your neck. Right. Right. What was the question again? Mario. Wait, wait. How do I do? We give him two points? Two points. Mario, 20 seconds. Name as many famous sports stadiums as you can. Go. City Fields. Shea Stadium. Starting with C. Yankee Stadium. Uh, Shea Stadium. Oh, my God. Uh, Madison Square Garden. All the New York uh, venues. Starting with C, right? No, that was starting with C. Five seconds. Stadiums are arenas. Stadiums. Mile High Stadium. Right. Wrigley Field. Time's up. You got six. Six. It's like you name the street you live on. You might really ask him ten times. I'm going to just add a stadium and an arena are different. <laughs> Thank you, boss. <laughs> yeah. There's a big difference. Jamila, are you going to play? Yes, yes. You're going to play? Yeah. All right. You got to speak into the mic, though. Okay. Jamila, in 20 seconds, name as many. And swear to God, this is the order it came up. And as many <laughs> female <laughs> hip-hop artists wow. as you can. Okay. Oh, wow. Go. Little Cam. Right. Little Cam. Missy Elliott. Um... Lady Luck, Cardi B, Nikki, Re- Remy Ma. Um, Eight seconds. You keep Doll. going. Um, keep going. Five seconds. She's killing this game. Uh, oh, Time's up. That's like ten. You got it in. And she runs oh. away with the game, ladies and gentlemen. You got it. Big score now. You got it. Eight. Eight. Lauren Hill. Uh, my my favorite, the real Roxanne and Queen Latifah. Come on, Queen Latifah. Queen yeah. Roxanne, right. Roxanne. Rashid, I'm here. Twenty seconds. You know, Mario lied about the beach and took me to his house. Fox Name is <laughs> many movies as you can that have a robot in the movie. Go. Mm. I robot. The Iron Giant. Yep. <laughs> Surrogates. Yep. District Nine. Yep. Well, <laughs> yeah, why not? It was the alien. Yeah. <laughs> uh, robots. Uh, give me time. Fifth Element. Right. Three uh, seconds. Demolition Man. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't know about Demolition Man. Yeah. I'll give you six, though. Okay. Six? Terminator, pretty good. No? I Some of the ones you missed were Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> and the black hole. What's the black hole? I never heard of it. That was a Disney movie. They tried no. to make their own. How about uh, Short Circuit? Short Circuit? Yeah, Battery, <laughs> batteries not included. Oh, yeah. Actually, they were aliens, too. They weren't robots. Turned out. <laughs> batteries not included. With Jessica Tandy? Right. Yeah. And, and her Hume, husband? Shum Cronin. Oh, my God. They're still alive. 125 years old each. Pat, yeah. you guys are 20 good. seconds. Name what, is, I get two? You got two, but you got another one coming. Go after yourself. John, sorry to see you leave the game. (laughs) 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 Uh, 20 seconds. Name as many crooners as you can. As many crooners? Crooners. Crooners? Uh, Frank Sinatra. Yes. Uh, uh, Frank Sinatra. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) uh, I don't know. Old Uh, Frank Sinatra. I don't know. I'm Irish. I'm not Italian. (laughs) I don't know from crooners. Come on. you got to get one more. CBS FM. Uh, There's uh, uh, Fabian. Some of the ones you missed were Paul. Tony Bennett. There we go. Give him 10. Bobby Bobby Darren. Mm. And uh, 
Louis Prima. Dean Martin. <laughs> Dean Martin. Come on, he's a yes. good Right, back to John. <laughs> How many are I giving Pat? John, you want Hall of Fame pitchers? So I, want that I, don't, I, I don't care. Whatever. Oh, no, that's 20 that's seconds. <sighs> Name is Manny. No, we got to add and we got to add on now. We Hall of Fame one. pitchers as you can. All right, now Randy Johnson. Right. Uh, Tom Seaver. Yes. Uh, Bob Gibson. Yes. Uh, 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 Babe Ruth. He was a pitcher. Pitcher? Yeah, yeah, for a little while. <laughs> Before he figured out he could hit home runs over the fence. Uh, Five seconds. Uh, oh, 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 but this is really terrible. How am I not getting like a million of them? Oh, oh man. Time's Ryan. Warren Ryan. Spine. Warren Spine. Goose Gossage. Three Fingers Mordecai <laughs> Brown. What did I give him, four? Yes. You got four. <laughs> Some of three like Fingers Mordecai Brown. Mordecai Three Finger Brown. <laughs> He only threw with three fingers. I don't even know Nolan Ryan. Know. Uh, what's it just? Uh, Raleigh Fingers just got in. Raleigh Fingers. Mario, 20 seconds. Name as many Dennis TV shows about schools as you can. Mm. Oh. Saved by the Bell. Nice one. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, Carter. Yes. Uh, schooled. Yes. I don't know what that is. It's a show on right now. I refuse to play. Stop. Um, <laughs> give me some more school sh- uh, shit. Uh, stand by me. That's not. Nope. Oh, I know it's <laughs> musical. Uh, Time's up. Uh, <laughs> you got three. Some of the ones you missed were head of the class. Stand by me. He's trying to talk about the one with the uh, with the crazy high joke. School musical. Mm. High school musical. And fame. Yeah. fame. We got three. Fame. Mm. All right, Jamila. Yes. Fuck the audience. In twenty <laughs> seconds. Name as many board games as you can. Go. Okay. Monopoly. Right. Yes. Operation. Yes. Domino's. Um, chess. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yes. Don't apologize. Keep going. We're Eight all seconds. sorry. You got all day. Jake is not bored. Don't be the hater. Neither is Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard That's good. You got uh, another yeah, eight points. No way. Domino's is not a board game. It is. That's playing on the board. What board? You ever go to Washington Heights? A table. I'll tell you a board game, the Ryan game. Yeah. You're, f- you're tilting the, the stats in favor of Jamila. Come on. What are you tilting the stats? She's kicking your ass. John's all angry because you're clowning him. I'll take the loss, Pat. <laughs> oh, no, you won't. You need 10 to catch up to Jimmy. Right, I won't. I'll burn my house to the ground. I'll burn my house down before I lose. <laughs> Rashid, in 20 seconds, name as many American islands as you can. Go. American islands. Staten. Staten Island. Yes. <laughs> Staten Island. Yep. Manhattan's an island. Yes, it is. Uh, Rikers Island. Yes. <laughs> Roosevelt Island. Long Island. Uh, Governor's Island. Randall's Island. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Oh, American. Time is up. Excellent. Listen, we. Some of the Machine. ones you missed were Hawaii. This is Bossy P. Bossy. Some reason I thought New York yeah. and I just can't live in that New York City. Oh, you done good. Bossy P is so New York. Uh, he just he literally named every New York island they're in. Including What's the, the total? Island. What's the total? Exactly. Oh, yeah. you got that was amazing. That. Yeah. You forgot Hangman's Island? <laughs> Governor's and Island. And Tuberculosis Island. Right. You got Randy Governor Randall's Island. Manhattan, Long Island. 
Roosevelt. Roosevelt. He got them all. Some of the ones you miss were Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> I forgot about outside of New York. <laughs> Me too. Does Puerto Rico count? Right, Pat, you're the last one. Okay. Uh, in 20 seconds, yes. name as many ways as you can to smoke weed. Cat. Smoke weed. Uh, in an apple. Right. In a can. Yes. Through paper. Yes. Uh, 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 through a pipe. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a lot of different ways, but they're a little unconventional. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little out there. Some people might fry. You can vape it. Yes. Uh, yes. You can, put, you can put it in a heated vaporizer, which is a different type of thing. So I'm fighting for that answer. John is, John is already buzzing me. Six points. And I wholeheartedly disagree. I'll give you that. Thank you. Who's that? Exactly fuck. Jamila ran away with it. Free pass, ass wife. You want a score check? Let's get a final Ooh. score. Final. We got some time. You want to go around one more time? Or I'm out of questions. Any more questions. Right. The game is over. Let's do it with in last place. Very rare for the man who knows That's it all. Kiss John my ass. with six. Screw all you. In <laughs> second to last, Patrick Walsh with eight. I follow up with nine. Really? I thought Pat was in the mix. And Varsity has nine. fourteen. And yeah. the winner, raise your glasses, everybody. Yeah. The one, the only. The prettiest person here, Jamila. Hello. Eight, 16 points. Jamila completely killed the Ryan game. She destroyed it from top to bottom. Made us all look like fools. From now on, we're calling it the Jamila game. Jamila's not even on a microphone. She kicked all her ass. That's too funny. Excellent job. I can't believe I came and left. You finally did. You finally Everyone got... put five dollars in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Thank you, uh, everybody. Thank you, Varsity P. Varsity oh, P. Thank you, guys. I'm thank happy you. to be here. It's so time. nice, you guys, to stay around the entire time. I appreciate you putting up with us. Varsity P's debut album, House Down from the Liquor Store, is available at talentoverhype.com and on if you know if you want to be lazy everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Spotify, just listen to it anyway. Apple. Just listen to it and check it out. It's an amazing story of... Uh, and look out for the next one coming coming soon, right? Coming uh, next year, the next one, but I want to... Buy this one we now. Ain't, we ain't rock. <laughs> this one is all we were concerned with right now. Right. Yeah. Buy this one now and we'll worry about everything else later. So Jamila, you have anything to plug? To you rap? You no, musician? I just had a good time. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thanks for Thank you for coming. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Just send my gift to my P.O. box. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. You won the Ryan game, so I got a present for you. Okay. Oh, no. no. Yeah, Tom, I know what Tommy's got. He's got the swag. Oh. Here is your own oh, Lock wow. of the Barrage oh. swag bag. Wow, is that a tote bag? Everyone swag loves that. Yeah, you know she's in fashion, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're going to be rocking that on the runway. Yeah. She seems she like might the kind cut type it up person. and put it on the back of a jacket or something. Yeah. 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 Busy. Yeah. Well, Maybe a Halloween costume Backpack. or something. Yeah. Here's a tote bag and a cheese plate. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Ryan. Thank, Thank you, everybody. Don't forget La Sava Fair, whatever they're called. Thank you. We'll be, see you next week with Buzzo from the Melvins. Um, and we have four minutes left. I'll play uh, some more of our Base, CP. Yeah. Is that okay? Can I, I, I mean, you want the Bushwick Bashment, so you got to go to Terry Sun and you got to scroll in to like maybe five minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was at four, 439. Oh, that's, a, yeah. that's right. That's a. Uh, oh, wait. I have to go online? That's it. No, no. Go back. No, go back. 432. Terry Sun? Yeah, at the end. Oh, okay. oh so I didn't I know that. That's right. That's I why I couldn't start from the beginning. Again. Oh. I don't know how to find oh. it. That's it. Because it's again. a hidden track in Terry's Sun. Bonus. Bonus. All right, I'll play another track and then we'll, we'll hit that. Yeah. All when right. It comes in.
Well, thanks a lot. Play Corner Chronicles then, because we ain't played that one. I want to hear that. All right, then. Let's go with Corner Chronicles. Here's Corner Chronicles. Here's Varsity P, the great Varsity P. Thank you, guys. And uh, go buy his record. He's a great guy. And listen, he's giving back to the community. Shout out to Love at the Barrage. We out here. We out. Thank you. Reporting live from the desolate streets of Bushwick, Brooklyn, in the area known as the Dark Side, where the broken window theory is nothing short of a reality. A once budding community has been transformed into a wasteland due to the infestation of guns and drugs, both of which have contributed to the highest crime rate this area has ever seen. We see some local residents on the corner and would like to hear their side. Reporting live from the corner with niggas to run up on ya With pawn shop aims your chain to come up off ya Owner, you're lucky you're not a goner But stick up kids, they're reek of marijuana You call police if you wanna These New York streets be hotter than California The stitches get stitches, fuck 50 to witness When you live around goons who got no pocket pissing Why she asked me, cause it's the ski mask way You better ask the president why it be that way When your mama on drugs and your daddy ain't man enough You run up on a nigga with a gas cream in any yuck from my error, if you're too fly, it's suicide. Only way to build the records when you shoot the five. From a time where every day we walk the tight rope. And we ain't eBay kicks, we throw them on the light post. The corner chronicle. Oh, the bank, nigga. Head crack. Huh. You Snake eyes. Oh, shoot that double letter. Corner chronicle. Trembling eyes when it believed.
belligerent youth Show my nigga take it straight to the roof Caught the back safety on, I didn't know how to shoot Caught the back safety off, I aimed straight for the moon Shot right for the stars, that metaphor be true Made an arm, but right now I heard niggas that shoe He don't need that, OG seen that nigga distinguish The same one that hurt me rapping and give me feedback He said stick to that low main and battle bars Hold the mean and cocaine and caviar Louis V luggage, a couple keys in a carry-on Cashmere linen, Gucci denim, satin scarf, fast life living Lamborghini, drip exhaust So when he spoke, his word is God Wiped it off, tossed off side of the building Trucked it downstairs where a couple niggas was chilling Forty sipping, poverty driven, horse smelt the pissing crack addiction I heard grandma voice crack from the kitchen News flash black in my building Cop shot a kid dead with the pistol that I was gripping in his hand Damn. A little black boy. When I think of Bushwick, I see the constant violence between enemies. I see grocery stores on every block. I see less amounts of schools. I see workers getting laid off, struggling to find a job or affordable housing. I see police on every park, block, or train station around Bushwick. 